Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for coming. Thanks to Todd from Taco Surf for uh, letting us have this here. Thanks to Bobby for being the first guest, Bobby and Garrett. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Um, again, we got a lot of cool giveaways. If you guys want a raffle ticket, come up to the mic right here in the center. Uh, when we do the Q&A, we'll let you know we're going to start doing Q&A. And, uh, yeah, man, we got a lot of cool gifts. Trailer Valet, uh, Alexa... 300 uh, Decker's coming with a Revo 40 <laughs> and then uh, yeah we got a lot of stuff but uh, again if you want to win a raffle ticket either take your uh, receipt to Anthony in the back with the hand up or you're going to want to come up ask a question Justin's going to hand you a ticket once you ask a question so uh, our first panel is going to be Bobby Martinez and Garrett what's your team name again well before I fished with Garrett, it was Team No Remorse, and uh, he was uh, rolling thunder. <laughs> so we're uh, rolling with no remorse, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so Bob, Bobby's been a big help to the podcast, too. We've, we've done a Thank lot you. of stuff. We filmed a, uh, we're filming a little pilot, and Bobby was part of it. We did some fishing. Yeah. So uh, cool. and he's been a guest on a couple times. We did one recently uh, with... And that was a fun one. <laughs> and then, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, if you guys, we can even open up the Q&A right now. If people want to start asking some questions, they can come on up and uh, come up to the mic. Say your name. Oh, God. I think we got our first customer. Yeah. Go ahead and say your, uh, your Instagram name or whatever so people can hear it on the mic. Well, then, okay, what's your name then, bro? Um, my question is, I want to know when the uh, crabs show up. So I can better utilize my uh, crab colors. You're talking about the El Nino crab, like the red crab? The Pacific red crab, I think. Yeah, well, they're here now. Uh, we just fished uh, Santa Cruz Island a few weeks ago, and that place is jugged. I fished deep, uh, 400 feet, and all the red snapper have them as well. Uh, we fished shallow for bass, and the bass uh, were also coughing up red crabs. So they're, they're here now. I don't think they left. Yeah, I don't think they left. <laughs> Seriously. They've been here for 
since yeah, since the. Do you think they're here year round? I think right now they are. Yeah, because you know the way the temperature is, the water temperature is. They're definitely been here for the past three years for sure. Yeah, hey, thanks for coming, dude. Thanks for supporting. Grab a ticket from Justin. Yes, sir. <clears throat> Guys, step up. There's a lot there of gifts go. up here. Yeah. I'm telling you. Apparently there's, no one wants so anything, so I'll keep the trailer over there. here. But I'll keep the, the trigger. It'll be in mine. It's fine. You guys on it. You know, interact. It's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks Cheers. for coming, man. Hey. What is your deadliest bait for spies? Um, Instagram name too, and your uh, me, there okay. you go. All right, let me stalker. look around, and make sure there's no tournament competitor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Honestly, Tamiki Axe Blade, best bait, hands down, nothing better. I don't care what you're doing, if you're pitching docks, fishing eelgrass, fishing deep water. It's so versatile. It gets bit on the sink. It gets bit on the retrieve. It gets bit on the pop. Um, it's amazing. Uh, I mean, it's for the past five years, I kept it really quiet, as quiet as I could. <laughs> Not I anymore. Want, I want a motor off. <laughs> I want a motor off of it. We've, I mean, I've done very well fishing by myself, even tournaments against 50, 60 boats. And I attribute that bait to a lot of the wins. Cool. Is this too, is this too close to the yeah, mic? Yeah, the beer is too close to the mic. <laughs> but yeah, that's to me, actually. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Right Go ahead and say it in the mic. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? My name is Ruby. Hey, um, Ruby. question for you guys is basically um, when uh, approaching fish at night, what tends to be you know, your, your checklist as far as um, your plan of attack? Plan of attack is uh, those spotties like to come up on those seawalls, you know? They, they, they do like to fish. Like the fish will move up between the seawall and the docks there. And uh, I think if you can get really, really tight a- at night is is probably your best bet for the big ones. Um, the only thing now that fishing is so much more popular with the younger people walking docks and whatnot, and and that's and that's that's awesome, you know, to see. But you also have well, when I'm fishing, I have to also incorporate like what's easy for them to get to. It it doesn't. I mean, I I don't want to like put my boat in like harm's way to get it real tight to fish these little areas anymore because they've already been picked over you know so i'm I'm really looking for areas that i don't think like dock walkers or anybody can get to that i can utilize my boat in a different angle kind of a deal to to work my bait you know versus you know the guy that can just walk a seawall bounce all that that's not going to help me for competition wise so i have to kind of like look at different little subtleties kind of and maybe even small little subtleties that will be overlooked you know what i mean uh, that's what's helped us a lot, you know. Look for light. Yeah, yeah. The light brings in the bait. And we've seen it where it's like it's really good. You'll see them even like, you know, coming up and eating the bait on the surface. Yeah. Yeah, the light does help a lot. Tracks bait, tracks the fish. Well, it's not taking anything away from body fishing, but more so for calicos. Calicos? Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. It, um, not necessarily. We just uh, went to go sample out some um, some uh, lures for Daiwa, and uh, we were product testing two hours before the sun came up, and they bit two, three hours after, and it was even better when it got dark. And then all of a sudden it just shut down, you know. But that was more of a tide thing. I don't think it was 
a night thing. It was a it was a tide thing that shut them off. But they were eating reaction baits at night. You know, I was using different. I was using like slugs and just weirds because they were biting so good. If fishing's really good, I don't stay with the same thing like a smaller bait, like a five inch. I'll go like a nine inch bait because if they're biting that good, chances are that big one. And I hooked a giant yeah, that night. <laughs> I dumped a really good one. <laughs> but that's that's just you know that's part of the game, right. especially fishing like break walls and stuff like that. They're mean. They're not. They're not dumb. You know. Yeah, yeah but cre- creature based though. To his podcast, both of these guys' Cross, podcasts, like too. big creatures like that. Like, what's that? I'm sorry. I'm saying if you listen to your podcast, you talk about a lot of this stuff too. If you go yeah. back and listen, yeah, like, like I've learned tons from just listening, having these guys on. You know, it's it's a a lot of it helps, man. Yeah, and it's just because of the you know, like we have a tournament next week, and it's a night tournament. We're gonna fish all night. I'm not comfortable at night, but, like, that's what brings us out of our comfort zone to learn all these different ways of fish. Is it? Yeah. And see, some people don't do well when the sun's up. They're like, I can't make them bite. I can't. You can. You just have to adapt to, like, the way the fish are going to react. Hey, notice when you see shrimp scooting around the water? Perfect time to crank it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Comes another one. (laughs) <laughs> yes, sir. Good, How's it good. going, man? Uh, Santos Hook, 44, 14. Okay. Quick question. Yes. If you didn't, I mean, if you covered this, I'm sorry I couldn't hear it. Oh, no, that's quite all right. Tide preference. I like Garrett. I like fishing tides. I, I, I like fishing an hour before high tide and an hour after high tide. I know it sounds very cliche, but um, I like fishing the outgoing tide for one tide. Two hours after high tide, an hour after high tide, that's the best. But what are you fishing for? Bass, a spotted bay bass, and Yeah, that's probably the best. But like, when we compete, we don't get to pick our tides, right? Like, we just have to go and perform. So just just think about like if you're fishing docks and stuff like that. When that tide drops, they got to go somewhere, right? They're at the, you know, they're on the outside of the docks. You know, they move out. They have to move out. You know, yeah. They'll get in between the two docks and just stay there until the tide comes back up. So they're going to kind of show themselves. So it's not necessarily a bad time to fish at low tide. It could be good time because they have to show themselves. They have to pull out from their comfort zone. So, you know, just position yourself. You know, whenever you can get out, just, you know, try to think like, hey, the fish had to have pulled out. Let me try fishing in between the docks instead of right up on the pilings, you know. Thank you again for questions. Hello. Thank you for being here. Yeah, welcome. Um, I was just wondering if you find color important or do you notice that there's Yes, colors it's funny. Yes. We were just talking we about that. We were just that. talking Fishing. about that. Yeah. Um, colors are really important, especially for bass. I don't, know, <clears throat> I don't know scientifically whether they see colors or not, but uh, we've noticed when we use a certain color, a certain shade of, of red or browns or oranges, they, they're, keyed, they, they're keyed in on those colors. Yeah. And we would throw everything else that same day and not get bit. So they, bass, especially, you know, spot, spotted bay bass, calicos, and, and sand bass, they do key in on colors. Yes, As they far do. as I know, but not scientific. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Great question. Roxanne? More questions. No Roxanne more questions, question. huh? Here we go. One more. <laughs> hey, Chris. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah. 
Oh, that's a great question. Um, are we talking calicos, sand bass, or spotties, or all three? Oof. Um, we've we've noticed uh, more of a trend recently. The last uh, year and a half, two years, they've been keying in more on small baits. Yeah. I would say four, five, six years ago, we were we were throwing nine and a half, ten inch baits at calicos, catching twelve inch calicos. Um, and we know, of course, we're, we're going to get those big fish and big bites, you know. Uh, but recently, we've noticed we've been um, really catching the bigger fish on smaller baits. They, yeah. they don't want the big baits the last couple of years. I'm not sure why. Maybe it's the El Nino. Yeah, we, um, we've uh, definitely scaled down. Like, we went from, like, fishing really, really big baits and uh, to really, really small baits. I know. And... Uh, I mean, we're doing really well with small baits oh, and yeah. catching big fish. We just don't know why all of a sudden they stopped eating the bigger baits. Uh, I, that's something I can't tell you, but all I know is we had to make an adjustment because they're, they're not eating them. And when we, we, I think we were pretty much one of the first ones to kind of switch up to real small stuff. And uh, I used to get tournament anglers, you know, they used to see my A-rig. and was like, were you fishing the rice? You know, with like little baits this big, you know. <laughs> and... Uh, I mean, that's they're eating that little pinhead chovy. Why am I going to force feed them a big bait, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you can't get if you can't get a bite. I mean, you got to do something. You got to scale down. It's either going to be line size or bait size. So, yep, make sure you get a ticket too from Justin. All right, we're going to take a quick break since no one can hear us. <laughs> <laughs> and fix the speakers real quick so you guys could hear. Thanks, Nick. All right, great. Up a little bit. This is Dickhead saying that right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Any more Q and A questions? Apparently, no one wants no, to win no. anything for free, so Are I guess not. <laughs> Are we still mic'd in? Here we in? go. Are we still mic'd in? Or? Hello. Oh. Hey Johnny. Yes, sir. So, is it you find it more effective to use all baits the same color, or all baits different color to maybe find out what color they might be using? I use all mine the same color. Uh, some people like using a different color bait, like at the, in the back, for example. Like if you use an A rig with a five arm A rig. Uh, say five inches all around the the back one is going to be about two inches bigger and then that one they'll do like a different color and that's just so when the fish comes up it'll pick out that one from the lineup i don't fish that way i just fish them all the same um because i think the a rig has a lot of drawing power they they uh when they key in on that thing and i use it as a tool when when a fish comes up and and eats one of those baits I'm not horsing it in. I leave it there and let them dangle all around for a little bit because that fish to me is giving off like that feeding frenzy. It usually attracts that bigger fish that if I don't care if it's eight inches, whatever ate it, usually a two, three, eight pounder will come and try to either take that one out of its mouth and he's either going to get snagged by another one or eat one of those. And then they just keep coming sometimes, especially from now to like the end of September. It's the best time to fish an A-Rig. Yeah. I uh, look. The only time I I take the blades off is when the water's really clear, and I want something more subtle and natural. I'll take it off, but I always want blades. What I have done is 
taken the, those some of those bigger blades, like those fours and threes, and went to a little smaller blades just because the last three years i've been seeing a lot of small fin bait on the beaches and i just kind of match the hatch so i'm trying to just stick to small baits and then i could burn them faster too and another thing what i'm doing too is i'm i'm making that that a rig contract and collapse so it's like it's coming out you know pretty big and then i'll sweep the rod and then it'll just contract and you know like a scared bait ball you know, I'm, I'm making those things react to this, you know. So. Don't be afraid to change uh, colors up as well. Yeah. I, I personally, I fish, um, I fish a different color um, center center bait. The one in the center, I fish like a, if, if I'm fishing all natural colors all around, I'll fish like a chartreuse in the back. Something from the key on to. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, when we first started fishing, it, it was 100 fish days. Whether it was spotties or calicos or sand bass, it was that good. Now, they keyed in on it. They know. They know what an A rig is now. But you <laughs> can still. It's still a great tool. You know, it just. You know, they, they get hip to them. You know. Daniel, thank you. Thank you. Don't forget your ticket. <laughs> was it? Yes, sir. Right. Hold on. Name. Come up to this. What's your name? Sorry. Nelson. Come in, come into All this right, Nelson. Right uh, what's a good setup for spotties? And I was looking to go catch a bluefin tuna. Oh, look at you. <laughs> you want one rod for both, right? What's a good setup to go to? Garrett? It depends on what kind of bait. Um, for for example, like if we're fishing a tail spinner like the Miki Axe Blade, uh, we like something medium. Uh, medium uh, action, about 8 to 15 pounds, 8 to 17 10, 20 at, at the heaviest. Um, that would be our goal to for one rod. Obviously, we have drop shot, we have A rigs, you know, we have all kinds of different rip bait rods. And but if we're to pick one rod, eight seventeen, eight fifteen, ten twenty would be the rod to get, to pick for spotties. Or uh, casting bait cast. Yeah. Just remember to get a uh, ticket from Justin too. Yeah. Um, No more questions, huh? Nobody else. All right. You got any good stuff to tell us, Bobby? Any good stories? Fishing stories? Fishing stories? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I always have fishing stories. <laughs> the one that got away? <laughs> How about when someone broke into your house? Oh, that was pretty bad. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll talk about that, I guess. Um, so Nick calls me. He's like, hey, uh, how's it going? I'm like, oh, not too good. The cops came over to my house last night. He's like, no way. I'm like, yeah. I, I just literally fell asleep like a couple hours ago. He's like, what happened? I go, I, I had a burglar. And uh, and he's like, what? Yeah. I said, uh, I had my daughter's birthday party, and uh, she requested sushi, like good sushi. And so um, I've been YouTubing how to make sushi for the past week or so. <laughs> so there I am. I went out and bought sushi, so I had everything out, and then uh, I was so tired after a birthday party. Um, went to bed, then my oldest daughter, this one, says, hey, Dad, I hear something in the garage. And I'm like, oh, here I go. So I wake up, 2 in the morning, walk up to the kitchen. Sure enough, I'm like, I woke up real quick. I heard <laughs> like somebody shuffling through my cabinets, and I was like, oh, my God. Lock yourself in the restroom. 
And if I tell you call 911, you better call it. So I turn on the lights, and I'm like, the noise is getting louder. And now I'm thinking, like, not only do I have a burglar, I have the prizes I offered this guy for this. <laughs> yeah, we needed this. And I'm like, how am I going to explain this one, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I hear it. It gets louder. I tell my daughter, call 911. And it's getting louder. I'm turning on all the lights, and I'm like, this nobody's leaving, you know? It's getting louder. And then, uh, so we walk outside, cops come, and they're like, we're not going in there. We're going to wait for backup. I'm like, oh, man, you know, wow. there might be multiple people in my garage. And, uh, and I have a lot of fishing equipment. Like, I can't even tell you how many rods I have and <laughs> everything else, but it's pretty sick. Um, so they, they get backup, and they're, they're, you know, they have their beanbag guns and shotguns and, you know, put the tactical stuff going on. And, you know, they're in there for 40 minutes, and then they come out, like, smiling, and we didn't see anything. I'm like, I know what I heard. <laughs> and uh, so at this time, you know, I was freaked out, called my mom and dad. My dad came over with, like, you know, five flashlights, and, and I'm armed with a sushi knife, you know, <laughs> from the night before. And uh, so I know what I heard. The cops leave, so I'm like, hey, Dad, I'm going to go underneath the house and just kind of peek. So... I peeked underneath the house, nothing. I'm like, I know what I heard. And I'm, I do air conditioning by trade, so I had the ladder next to my house. So I, I'm going to go up on the roof because I know what I heard for a while, too. I look up on the roof, and I see the mass bandit up there. <laughs> it was a raccoon that was trying to have her babies up on the roof. And the way he texted the story was hilarious. He had me going like, I was like, oh, shit. Scared you know, the hell out of me. Someone's here breaking into your house. It, was, it, it was actually funny. tore shingles, ripped the wood off the <laughs> you know the eve of the house. Like it was pretty bad, yeah. pretty scary too. But uh, yeah, that was a hell of. A well, we're gonna close out this uh, Q and A. So like four people have a chance of winning something really good now. Um, yeah, if you haven't had a chance to look at all the prizes up here, I mean, there's, yeah, there's reels, a lot, of, lot of good stuff. There's a thousand dollar dolly yeah. for your boat or trailer. There's a yeah. Traeger grill up here. There's $100 AFCO cards. There's a bunch of tackle. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing what uh, Nick and uh, Justin uh, put together here. It's a cool platform for us fishermen and divers and, you know, in the fishing community to come together. It's, it's pretty cool. Thank you. And um, thanks for having us. Thank, Thank you. Well, Thank the you, next Nick. one coming up, Justin. we'll do a raffle right now. Is that the Gary? next one up, we'll be up with... Um, uh, Chris Lillis and Fred Clinshaw. Cool. So that'll be in a minute. All right. Break time? <laughs> yep, break time. We're doing a raffle now. <laughs> sort of. I'm getting a sort of over it's here. Kind of well, sort of hear me. <laughs> the what? They, they could sort of hear me. I got to. All right. Gotta, We're going to start the next the three. session. If you guys want to listen. Yeah. good. Yeah. All right, um, listen up, y'all. Yo, yo. He's a, so this guy to the left of me, Chris hold on, Lewis. Hold on, hold on, Everybody, listen up. What, where are we at? Taco Surf? Uh, sunset? Where are we at? Surfside. Surfside? Yeah. Taco Surf. Thanks, Todd Bears. Uh, <laughs> thanks to my man right here. He um, really caught lightning in a bottle with this podcast thing, man. And I mean, we can't think of enough. He's doing something that nobody's doing, man. And I think you guys, you know, you, applaud Cheers. this man right here, man. This guy's got Cheers. it right here, man. And, hey, before we get into this thing, 
do us all a favor. And there's a little box on the bottom where it's got stars on it. Just click that five star button and write some bullshit underneath. Like that was rad or it sucked because <laughs> the algorithm it means is such that it'll come up on like a sportsman feed or another feed. So maybe you know, like the layman that's never heard this will get a chance to pop it and listen to it. It's a great way to get followers, <laughs> and it takes one click, and that's like probably the best support this guy can get. Appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? And it's right there <laughs> when you look through the available episodes. It's a clear purple box with stars on it. You can't miss it. Click five stars. Give the guy some love. We'd appreciate it a lot, man. That'd be cool. Yeah, all the guests too that have came on today have really helped out. Chris is one of the original ten. Uh, I reached out to him and he kind of helped us grow legs. So I really appreciate him coming out. Uh, he's been on a couple of times, you know. Uh, big help and fresh Fred too. The hammer, super cool guy. One of the first freshwater guys I kind of got yeah, to get on. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm trying to. We're trying to move forward and make sure we have a little bit of everything, a little bit of freshwater, a little bit of salt. So uh, if you, you don't know, know like, like I always say, Nick, fresh, uh, fishing's fishing. Yeah, exactly. Chris, Chris, what do you got tattooed on your back? Uh, I have a giant largemouth bass, but it's like a koi, like a Japanese bass. So, so there you have it. I mean, you, you guys, guys, guys want to see it? You want to see my ass? Huh? Let's see this thing. Okay. I mean, we always say, you know, freshwater, saltwater. We're fishermen. There you go. Look at that thing. Huh? Now we need Mike Lane up here to show us why they call yeah, him Mike. I want to see Mike's. Wow, Lane. real close. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to open up Q and A. These guys wanted to bust the Q and A. Yeah, let's out do Q and A real quick because you uh, guys you know, want to get stories. We have a lot of great stuff up here still. Hey, why don't everybody move up here? Closer, ask come a question, on, man. bro. You guys want to win something? Let's ask some questions. Oh, this guy, look at him. He's got a clipboard for us. He's ready. Is this our first one? All right, go for it. Go. Speak up. Say your name first. Can you use mic on? You're, you're on. Test it. Go ahead and test. Hello? Oh. Try it again, Nick. Well, let's get talk, him on. Talk, talk, talk. Wait, wait. What's your first name? There we oh. go. Here, come up to yeah. this mic. Come what's your here. first name? Uh, Jason. All right, Jason. All right. So I had a question about, like, swimmates. So what are your, like, thoughts on the color selection for when you're fighting the bass and stuff? I mean, which, which bass are we talking about? You're right. you got it. You got That's where I was going to go. Yeah. Uh, right. Let's do calico spotty and let's do largemouth. Okay, because yeah, that's sure. what you yeah, gotta do. Yeah, we'll do yeah. something like that. Yeah, those yeah. Are, sounds come good. Up. A crossover question. Well, um, you know, for the freshwater, I'll, I'll do that first because I think Chris will stick a little longer on the saltwater. The, the freshwater, you know, it, it, I think it's a profile thing mostly. It, the 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 color, um, you know, if there's stocking trout and you got a rainbow and you got a sinker, you might want to go that way. But if it's a floater, it's a it's, you know, most guys know that are swim bait guys. Um, a lot of that swim bait bite in freshwater happens on the surface, and it happens after the sun comes out. So a lot of that's going to be just a profile. So I would just match the size of the, the bait that they're eating, you know. If, you, if they just stocked, like, you know, 2,000 pounds of one-pound trout, well, you're probably going to use, you know, 11 to 12-inch swim bait. But just make sure the profile is right. Yeah, I, I think mm-hmm. uh, uh, for the saltwater fish, color matters a bit. Uh, dark for dark, light for light. Um, you know, dark, they see the silhouette. Light, they see the flash. But uh, I don't 100% buy into that notion. But then you are in a situation. A friend, Larry and my, uh, friend of mine, Larry and I, were fishing the, uh, the COC, the two-day island event. And, man, they wanted the orange tail, but not the solid orange, the clear flake orange tail. And he didn't believe me until I had five fish in that well that weighed five pounds. We had 25 pounds on five casts. And he looked at me and goes, you got any more of those? I go, dude, I made 30 of them. They're in that bag. <laughs> so yeah. there is that, you know, but... Again, is it confidence? 
Yeah, do, it's totally, do you think totally, totally a confidence thing. I mean, I was using a blue clear swim bait and crushing them one time. Then they quit biting it. Dude, I don't they're know. Purple they, peak right yeah, now. Yeah, peak, yeah. Peak. Or a spray chartreuse on the tail and you bit again. You should just see know? what I did last night. I spray painted lures. They're, they're <laughs> retarded, <laughs> but they're going to get bit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's way it's a it's. A, uh, it's, it's, it is, uh, it is, it is, is confidence, you know. Dark for dark, light yeah. for light. We're gonna there start go. there. You there know you what go. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then go from yeah. there. But if you're gonna fish it, fish it. Be diligent. Don't make two, three casts. I'm not bit. Dump it. You know, fish it, dude. If that's best the one you want to get bit on, you're gonna get bit on it. Best thing when I used to fish swim baits entirely, it was two baits, one rod, in my boat. That's, that's it. Hundred percent. That's it. All day, nice. eight hours. That was that was it. Yeah. Yeah. They call that hauling water. Hours, Twelve hours, whatever it took, you know. <laughs> hauling water. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, yeah. Thanks, question, Thanks, Jason. Bro. All right, who else? Next Next guy, pump it out, yep. pump it out. You guys are getting raffle tickets for questions, man. Just look at all this cool yeah, shit. You guys yeah, are blowing yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, don't be shy. Oh wow, come on. We now. got a lot of pros. Come in this on, room. yeah. She's got a mustache. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's your first name? First. What's your name? First name. Scott. Scott. Scotty. All right, Scott. Yeah. Different baits and stuff like that. Is there anything that, like, to tell when these bass are spawning, or how do you yeah. differently when it happens? Um, the, the, you know, uh, ours don't make beds. Uh, ours shoot up the water column, and the lady shoots out eggs, and the guy comes up and he comes all over them, yeah. and he covers them, and they do it. Super that's, hot. That's, it's, it's, it's like it Super happens erotic. within like twenty to fifty feet of water usually. Um, a lot of the fish is an indicative sign of, of, of their spawning pattern is going to be the colors that they have. We call them the makeup. The calico is going to have a, just an orange, orange jaw, you know, really, really peacocking, you know. Um, I have a big fish tank at home, 150 gallon, you know, with these South American cichlids. And you can tell right away some of them are, are, are sterile because they're farm raised, but they still act as if. So you're going to see them, the purple hues, and, and they, they posture, and, you know, um, and the way they act, they swarm together. They cloud up hard, dude. Like, you'll have one on, and there'll be 30 behind it. And you can sit in that same spot and just wail on them for an hour, you know. I can't tell you how many tournaments we've been in and other people have been in where you find that, that batch of spawning fish, and you can fish that fish for God knows when. Because every hooked fish is going to bring 30, and underneath those 30 is going to be the big old lazy grump that's going to want to pick up the trash, and that's going to be your very big fish. very similar to, like, 2 a.m. when there's, like, that one chick and there's, like, 10 dudes in the bar. <laughs> it's, it's super identical. Everything you just said totally relates to that. You yeah, know? They, they put their makeup on, dude, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and yeah. it's weird. You know, uh, salt water is real. It's, 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 not, it's not so static like fresh water, you see. It's this cyclical thing that's, that's so... It's so uh, uh, God. It's it's not by the book. It's just whatever it is. It's gonna it's what it's gonna be. You know. So you know if you find a pattern of stabilized water conditions and weather, then likely you're gonna have a proper spawn in the proper months. Um, years prior, I really liked fishing in the fall. Um, August is my big fish month. I've caught every every single big fish I've caught has been August always. And what's Everyone. your biggest your biggest calico? I don't know, man. We know well. It's the biggest one you've ever seen. <laughs> what do you think that the size well, was? I, mean, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. I can't say what I think. I can only hey, say what it said. Wait, don't say it. it said 13 and change. So, <laughs> but it wasn't go. 13, dude. It was all the fucking 15. <laughs> uh, you'll see it. It's, it's a giant, dude. It's retardedly big. Thanks yeah. for the question, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Any Jason. more questions out there? No? No one wants yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's questions right here. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Wait, Great. your name first. Stephanie. Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. All right. Uh oh. You can't touch it. If I had more, would I catch more? Do you catch more? 
Well, there you go. <laughs> you gotta go get some hey, more. Hey, I, you know, I've got a, a few hundred hours on me. I don't count them. I just count the hours. And uh, so, yeah, I've, I've done a few hundred hours of fishing. <laughs> so maybe get another, get a fish tattoo like I, I did. Maybe you catch some more. See, it's, I have a. It's placement, I, I, too. Check this out, you know? I have a bass on my thumb because you get bass thumb when you catch them, you get little uh, marks. So you get a permanent bass thumb for life. That was one of my first tattoos, too. What a loser. No tattoos. Get one on my hand. <laughs> like all the kids are doing nowadays. Here we go. Here's another Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, this guy looks gangster. Juan Lopez. Juan Lopez. What's up, Juan Lopez? How are you? Yeah. Uh, is there any underscores right there? Like not extreme underscore fishing underscore? Okay, okay. So I need to outfish my son. You need to outfish him. Yeah, outfish him. Uh, throw a jerk chad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's my go-to. <laughs> throw, throw, throw a six-inch jerk chad. No, a Berkeley jerk chad. No, I would throw. If you, you really want to outfish him, of course. You're a dick. Um, but, um, no, get a Berkeley six-inch jerk chad on a one half-ounce outer sled head, and you'll outfish him. You'll fish circles right. around him. Right. Circles. Yeah. Circles. Nice. Yeah, they like that thing better than like bait. Sometimes it's, it's yeah. weird. I can't understand it. Right. It gets bit. <laughs> But you're still different out trying to outfish your kid. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott. So, color of the water and where you're going to fish, what are you looking for? PV and that kind of area. That's you. Okay, um, that's you, yeah. You know, it's weird because PV is one of those places where you think you got it figured out and then you just go to it again and you're like, fuck, I thought I had it figured out. It's a real fit. I call it, I call it uh, California Island because if you look at it coming back from Catalina, it looks like an island, you know? It looks like Catalina's steep. It was fast drop-offs. Whatever the topography usually is above the water is how it looks underneath. Cat- uh, Clemente's kind of sloped, and you're going to get sloping uh, reefs out to 90 feet of water, but you're a mile and a half off the island. Whereas Catalina, you're a quarter mile off the island, and you're in 200 feet of water because there's tears. So um, I-, I look for there's certain. See, this is the thing. you got to go, right? So there's certain areas that I want to fish that brown water. It's brown, dude. And there's a, a, a boa kelp, like rag kelp. And you're like, no fucking way. But the OGs taught me, that's where you go when you want to catch a kicker. Yeah, end of the day, you want to catch a five-pounder, do this, do this, and do that in there, and good luck. Another guy told me, come around the corner. When it's this, this current's doing this in this place, going that way, and the water's this color, stop. Fish hard. When you're in here and it's doing that and it looks like that, fish. So a lot of trial and error, a lot of time in the water turns on the prop. I mean, if I could give you one piece of advice, if I could throw you a bone right now. If you're a fucking Point Furman and the current's going uphill, okay, that way south, up, whatever way you want to call it. No, this way, okay? If you're going this way, if you stop there and it's the afternoon and the tide's going out and the current's going out, don't ever leave there until they stop biting. And if they're not biting, just wait till the bite. The fucker bite. Hey, okay? That's a, hey, that's information. <laughs> Number two, we have uh, Fred I, here. Did I get one for that? that was a <laughs> we got Fred here, too. He's a great, great, amazing freshwater guy. If you guys have yeah, any go, freshwater go. questions, dude, amazing freshwater guy. So uh, go ahead. Get yeah, one. first name. Uh, Quinty. Quinty? Quinton. Quinton. Quinton, right on Quinton. Quinton. Do you prefer a swimbait style plastic or like a crustacean style plastic? I mean, what's preference? In what context? Be preference like I don't give a fuck if I get bit. This is what I want to fish. 
Or preferences, I want to fish, catch fish, so this is what I'm going to fish. What would you rather fish? I, I fish how I want to fish. What, do you, you what would you, just depending on the day? Yeah, I fish how I look right. at the water and say, I'm going to fish this. Yeah. Or the kelp or the current or the what have you. You know, um, a jerk chat, like I said, always have one on board. Always have an A-Rig on board. Always have a deep diver crankbait on board. Always have a jig. Uh, whatever kind of jig you like. It's candy pictures, dog. Yeah. Um, uh, we fish like the, you know, th- anywhere from three quarter to one and a half ounce warheads. Something that stands up has got a line tie on the front. Um, I caught my giant on a bait similar to that. It was before we had warheads. It was a, a, a jig I poured, skirted, painted, and it was that's pretty cool. I DIY, caught the biggest calico ever on shit that I made. That's nice. Um, but back then there was no kelp, so you could fish a triangle head because there was no war bait, like a number nine shad head with a five inch fucking pearl. Cast at the wall, wind it back slow, funk. It was like five pounder after five, and now it's different, you know? Um, oh, God, yeah. Five inches. No, I wouldn't fish a five inch at the wall. No way. That's too small. <laughs> yeah. Too small. Especially on the outside. You know, uh, but have a crank, man, and dedicate yourself to. See, that's what we were talking about earlier. Like, you want to go really dial your shit in? Don't, don't go to catch. Force yourself. I, I force myself yeah. on baits all the time. On, whether it's on yeah, fishing. whatever. I no, mean, you go to I, not catch fish. I'm, you know what? I don't even know if it's biting this, but I got this new bait I want to try. It's the only bait I take, and I'm gonna fish it all day long. And it's it's what you got to do. It, 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 it's gonna teach you whether you're gonna have to grind it slow on the bottom. You're gonna have to burn it. Whatever. Sometimes I mean, they want this. All of yeah. a sudden, you do this. Mm-hmm. Like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, they eat bites. it on the fall. You know. I mean, just let the fish tell you what's happening. And that's you know? I tell you all the time. Like mm-hmm. the fish will start talking, dude. Yeah. Just yep. listen. And then once you think like a fish, then you start thinking like the bait. Yeah. And that's when you really start getting fucking dialed. Mm-hmm. You know? And don't tell anybody. You know, but yeah, but don't tell them. Well, good yeah, luck with that you. person. It's crazy. Like, yeah. everything like bait. I go at home and think like bait. Yeah. Um, uh, no, but uh, but like you said, you know, uh, I when I practice fish, we used to call it pre-fishing for derbies. I yeah. practice fish. I'll purposely fish shitty water just to rule it out. I know where there's fish. Yeah, because what if it bites? And nobody else yeah. is going to fish it? Just you. That I mean, brown bird yep. that I was talking mm-hmm. about earlier. Yep. Everybody drives right by it, dude. Yep. I know yep. what's in there. Yep. You know, um, fish it, dude, fish it. Be diligent, man. Give, give you and give your gear and give your idea a chance. It's probably going to work. They're saltwater fish. They're fucking crazy. <laughs> they eat shit, dude. They're, yeah. I caught a fish in a tournament and we went to William and it had a, a, a tail from a big hammer. Spit it up. I don't know. in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Morons. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, 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 thank you. you Any more questions, guys? Come on, we got a lot of good stuff to give away. We got a lot of Get giveaways. Got stuff. Somebody just Kirsten have a few questions. Some. Come up front. Get a raffle ticket. Yeah, Come on up. this you. guy's got tattoos. You with the tattoos. Yeah. Ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> you must catch a lot of fish, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you got a, I got a Burman, dude. Oh, right on. Yeah. <laughs> but I got a guy. He's dead. Dude. <laughs> I guess I might have a guy on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've, seen, yeah. That. I've seen that tattoo. Yeah. There you go, dude. That's my doggy. <laughs> you want to hear a funny story about Hopper? Yeah, he's not here. Uh, he's hey, he's not here. Let's yeah. hear it. Um, I met him on Instagram, and he was doing these things for his homeboys. Like these, he was doing these like little uh, old school like Cupid doll boxers. So I hit him up out of nowhere. I knew they were like homeboy taps, you know. So I was like, "All right, hey, what's up with one of those, man? I like to get one of those." And he's like, "Ah, you know, this one. I know what it is, man. You know, but trust me, let's do it, and we'll, you know, we'll, it, we'll see what happens afterwards, you know." So he's like, well, the rules are you got to pound a tall boy and do 10 chin-ups, and then we'll do it. And I was like, cool. 
So I show up with uh, two, two uh, O'Douls because they don't make a tall boy because I don't drink. Because <laughs> I don't drink, you know? And he was like, fuck, dude, you're be- fucking sit down, dude. Get this tattoo. <laughs> and dude, we've been best friends ever since. And then on yeah. my birthday a couple years ago, he, he, I'm Greek, so the tradition is I take you out for my birthday. I'm paying for your company, right? So I took him out fishing. He fucked him up. He wailed on him. And he gives me this little stencil of a heart. And uh, I'm like, what's that? Dude, he's like, it's your birthday present. And I was like, it's fucking weird, right? Whatever. I think it's a popular tattoo, a heart, like a crying heart. It's an old school tattoo. But this one was kind of weird looking. Anyway, a couple weeks later, I call him. I'm like, hey, yo, dude, what's the fuck? What's up with the heart? He's like, dude, it's whatever your little heart desires, man. <laughs> so I went, hey, hey, I went nice. and got that tattoo that fucking day, dude. That's a good yeah. man. He's a good dude, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got a question about knots. If you don't know how to tie them, tie lots. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> not tie knot, tie a lot. Knots and casting. Yeah. What do you mean? So, like, what is there like a like maybe not one specific knot, but is there some knots that you guys like to to, to tie when you're casting maybe like a surface iron or like. Uh, you know what, man? Bait. I mean, it's just a knot that you're you're most comfortable with. I've been tying like a like a, a clinch knot or a sure, San Diego knot. I mean, I've been tying that since I was a little kid. Yeah, comfy with it. You could tie it for anything, just about. You know, polymer knots. Guys use those a ton. You know, I've uh, recently gone to a Monotex line where you got to use. You absolutely have to use an RP knot to to put oh, your well, mono or whatever. A lot of those are good towards that, like that FG knot. Yeah, that same, same, yeah. That same thing. Yeah, just learn as many as you can and find the one that you're comfortable with and use if, it. If man. I was you, yeah. I'd learn how to tie some hitch knots before I learned yep. the rest of the knots because all those knots end up in a hitch knot, and for whatever reason, yeah. I cannot finish that FG knot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's so yeah. pitching, right? Like, yeah. Especially when you yeah. got it, it's all braided out yeah. sick. And that half hitch just ruins the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's why I use that RP knot. It's, it's really good. Deal, one. You yeah, know? yeah. The only but time it's side. so thin, yeah. it flies right through the guides. Yeah, it goes right through the guides. But, but, but I mean, if I'm using surface iron or whatever, it, I mean, man, I, I've caught 30 pound yellows on with a with a clinch knot, you know, oh, yeah. on my 45. You know, I mean, it's oh, yeah, a Palomar. Yeah, yeah, or Palomar, it doesn't matter. Whatever you're comfortable, whatever you can tie the fastest with. Those fish are boiling and you're broke off, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Tie the fastest one you know that's really good. Hey, Mikey Lane, can you give me that soda from home? Oh boy, you never brought it. Come on, yeah. dog. I'm, I'm parched. Please, please. <laughs> hey, this way. You're the only guy I know. <laughs> you're the only guy I know. Uh, yeah. I just, I'll coke. When, coke, please. Yeah. When, when do you guys just uh, tie? Like, I know, I know you like to uh, fish braid a lot. What's well, mm-hmm. all I fish? Yeah. And I see sometimes. Well, I don't fish straight braid. Only on one. Only on one application. Oh, sorry, I thought we were on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, only on one application yeah. do I fish straight braid. Yeah. And that would be a weedless swimming fishing. Okay. Yeah, there's so any, the, any kind it, of rock, any wood, any anything that's even close to my line, I am not fishing straight braid. See, I'm kind of the opposite. I, I don't fish a lot of braid. There's there's two applications. I do fish braid, and that's if I'm – this is freshwater now. If I'm frog yeah. fishing, yeah, frog fishing, straight braid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, 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 buzz, yeah, and, and buzz baits, straight braid, and sometimes uh, – uh, you know when I'm doing top water. Mind you, these baits mm-hmm. uh, it floats the braid. Yep. That's why. Yep, yep, and and also I, 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 you know, I call it the weed whacker. You know, when you're fishing sure. frogs, you're like in the lilies and stuff <laughs> sure. like that. You got to cut everything to, just to get the fish out. Sure. But most of the time, I'm fishing floral or the monotex. And if I'm fishing light, what kind they, of line are you fishing? But it's it's called gliss. It's a. I've it's, heard of it. Yeah, it's gliss. It's, it's, it's monotex. Oh, yeah, it's silky, man. You feel, it's uh, wet, huh? It's like oh, a. Oh it's like man, a, it's, it's butter. It's, yeah, butter, it's like butter, soft, butter. Huh? Eighteen pound test got no like stretch. a two two pound 
diameter, cast a mile. Really? Yeah, yeah man. Check it. I'll send you some. Send me some. Yeah, yeah. I like and that. Then, uh, <laughs> and then there's a. Uh, uh, I'll you put a top shot. Of... I'll send you some of that. You <laughs> okay. All right. It's yeah. like half. More time with camo or fluorocarbon? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't I've never use the camo, but I, 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 I'm a fluoro guy. I use a ton I, of fluoro. Hey, the yeah. A-rig, dude, that thing's full of wires, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when I'm throwing A-rig, that's another straight braid thing, too. Oh, I mean, no, you got, no, no, no. I stopped doing that. You did? Because I'll, I tie a leader like this long, because when that thing gets caught in the swivels, the yeah. braid, it's a nightmare. Oh, So just a little test? bit of leader. Oh, 60, 80, Okay, 100. yeah, 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 yeah. Something big. This yeah. guy doesn't get to All ask right. a question. No. Jim, hey, Jim. This is my uncle. You know what? Sometimes okay. So, yes. buddies, uh, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes, and no. So, I'll t- I'll give you two stories real quick. When I'm in a tournament or I'm guiding or whatever I'm doing, I got a I got a bottle in in a, in a, like a pump bottle that I spray on everything. But I've had uh, pickle jar tournaments or whatnot where we're only using the shit that's laying on our deck of our boat. Yeah. With, with with no scent. And I'll we've tell done you what, just I've seen Ryan fine. Block. Yeah. Ryan Block swears on that stuff, dude. Yeah, I, I kind of hey, do hey, too. You know, yeah. swears. Yeah, yeah. But like. It's a. It's in his his his, his uh. Oh, I wear it like a holster. I mean, I'm not. I, don't, I, I mean, I, I use it. No, but, uh, like it's there. You know what yeah. I mean? All day. Yeah. He'll yeah. spray like a swim bait with the crawdad spray or something. Yeah, yeah. What yeah, he says sure. is, a lot of times, guys, you do it. It doesn't track the scent, but it's slick. So when the fish bites the lure, it slides down and gets it on the hook. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Uni Butter is what we, uh, our guy, Tommy Gomes, down in San Diego. He takes the extra uh, uh, urchin. And crushes it up and makes like a butter. It's del- it's fish delicious. Thanks. Sorry, Mike. You don't need to. You know, honestly, you, when I'm Come when on. I'm Come when on. I'm. I'm like no, you're not. Come here. I told the story about on, when I broke my toe. Did you even hear that? You remember that? That makes me dead. No. <laughs> Whoa, you're live on the radio. Mike Lane. Mike Lane's Mike Lane's. Mike, Mike Lane. Mike Lane. Mike Lane. Mike Lane. Mike Lane. Mike Lane. Yeah. You guys need a drink. Hit up point. Thank you. The only pot. Thank you. One of the podcasts I've. I've, I've fucked up real good, but we did it again, and then went. Thank God, thank God. No yeah, I did. We got drunk at the first one. Oh, no. uh, that's that's <laughs> like the one we do with Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. I have. End of the year, we're gonna have a good uh, clips of unreleased drunk podcast. Oh yeah, you probably got a pile <laughs> of those. We got we got a lot of great great. Uh, great all right, all right. Audio. Let's get back to it. What's up, little man? Holla at me. What's good? What's, what's, what's your name? What's your name? Justin. All right, Justin. What's up? What are the do's and don'ts of fishing on a party boat? There you go. Um, no, don't drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you say? The, the, do, guys the do's and don'ts the of do's a and party don'ts? boat. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, what I would do is? Tip your deck hand. Tip your deck hand. 100%. I what mean, I would do is? Yeah. Try to catch a jackpot and yeah. give it to him. That, that, that's huge, man. What those, I would guys, do those guys is work their asses off. Yep. What I would do is? Yep. Listen to them. What I would do is ask them if they need a hand. I grew up, dude. I was here. How old are you? 21. Okay, I was way younger yeah, than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was like 11 on yeah, those boats. Yeah, I was boats. like 12 or 13. My mom used to, my mom used to drive me off the landing, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, she was a single mom, and I'd go from 6 to 6, you know, and they taught me how to... Do you, well, do you go on uh, party boats much? Yes. Which yeah, ones? Yeah, where are you at? Uh, okay, So who's, yeah. who's, who's captaining? Jeff now, huh? Yeah. Walker? Tell him I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, who used to run? Aaron used to be down there, too. I know all those guys and their kids, dude. They were they were young dudes, man, and now they're they're all grown up. Um, party boat days are different than when we were growing up, huh? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Hey, those are yeah, good you times. Don't throw, you don't yeah, throw beer you, cans over the side. I anymore. know. <laughs> did you uh, did you did you did you uh, find the magnet of uh, the lead magnet yet? The lead magnet. Have you found that? No, you should look for one. Ask the captain next time. He's got a lead magnet. He'll show you. Yeah. 
<laughs> hey, you know, the, the honest, honestly, those guys are out there every single day. They're busting their ass, and they know how to catch them. So, it, you know. Don't get butthurt, dude. Yeah, yeah, just go right up to one of them. You know, the, hey, the guy who's right getting at ready him. in the morning, the guy who's tying up everybody, you know. Hey, you know what's And just tight? say, hey, what are we? Yeah. Bring him some donuts, doggy. Oh. Just the crew. Just or, the or, crew. Or buy him a breakfast burrito. <laughs> oh, just no, no, hand no, it to no, him. They don't want their food. Bring them outside food. Trust me. A fucking donut goes a long way on that boat, dude. Oh, man, when I'm on those boats, I want to eat everything. Right, huh? but you don't want to eat what's in the galley. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? No, no, no. I, you're all, you're all, he's, talking about the, he's talking about the captain. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want to eat the yeah. same food every day, yeah. dude. They're Bring sick a deck of, of cards for yeah. the captain. Bring there you like go. four nuts, yeah. dude. Like, dude, I'm telling you, that works. Yeah, there you go. There's your dude. Don't worry they about your the question, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Any more, guys? Hard. Taking questions. You guys want to win some stuff? I raced over your lobby. I almost killed myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, here, here we, we go. go. First name. Uh, yeah, right, Mitch. Mitch for All right, hey. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Both of you. Go. You go first. Well, um, he has a few boats. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, if we're fresh in saltwater. My son's a saltwater boat captain, and uh, he runs a small boat operation with a with a twenty two foot Bahia Ranger Bahia, and then uh, I I run a. Uh, 198 uh, champion, 196 champion elite. Yeah, that's for the freshwater. Yeah, yeah. You know what? And the reason I'm confident with it is because I grew up, I learned how to fish through saltwater, uh, calico bass, sand bass, and all that. And, dude, I was running 8-foot boats, 11-foot whalers. Mm, Don't tell my mom. (laughs) Yeah, the rule was when I was a kid, we had to stay behind the break wall. But, yeah, we we hit some pretty heavy. You'd be surprised. But, listen, I wouldn't really recommend it to a new boat or anything. You know, you got to – do you surf? Yeah, so you got to kind of read the swell just like the waves when you're surfing, you know. That that would be the best, you know. Um, Yeah, talk about your boat. Yeah, we started small. Uh, We started off with the 14-foot aluminum, salty balls. Mm-hmm. For some music. Can you turn this one up a little bit, too? <clears throat> um, there we go. <clears throat> and a little bit more. And um, anyway, uh, we saw this whaler in the valley. It was a 13-foot super sport, which means it's like a... Um, awesome. It's, yeah. a, it's an outrage, just mini. Yeah. Same hole. It's not the yeah. flat bottom. Uh, it had a trolling motor and a 40 T-stroke, and it was rad, and we tricked it out. It was bitching with the Catalina. It was so rad. <laughs> we pitched a tournament from Dana Point. We went all the way to La Jolla. Charge, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, anyway, we grew up, and we bought an eleven aluminum boat. <laughs> but this time we bought a uh, we bought a Crestliner because my buddy Matt Cobbsniff had one. It was rad. It's like a it's like a it's like a Great Lakes boat. So it's got a deeper V, and I think so we had a, this one fifteen uh, Mercury command thrust. We're down like a one fifty lower unit, so it's all torque. Zero to fifty did three seconds right out of the hole, dude. And. Uh, nice. But we just stumbled across the Holy Grail. I found an 18 and a half foot QS that a friend of mine was selling. And I don't know if you know about those boats. They're called the Bay Reef. They're, you can't find one for $10,000 beats of shit. And it's a 2005. I think it makes whalers look like sissies. Um, <laughs> it's got a 19 inch dead, uh, 19 degree dead rise. It's a beautiful, beautiful hull. It doesn't have all the fancy pants hatches. It has a few, but it's a bay boat still. Um, I bought it for $5,500 with a blown motor. So I took the motor off the Crestliner that we yep. just got, got a bigger shaft, put it on this one, and uh, tricked it out a little bit. Man, the thing looks brand new. You can eat off the fucking pleats. It's so silly. Um, it's getting ten miles a gallon. It's getting five and a half miles a gallon right now. Um, the other day, Brian was up around Point Vincente, 
I don't know if you guys are familiar, but it gets a little uh, mixed up up there. You come in here and it's coming there. And uh, Benny was in his brand new Ranger, and my buddy Randy was in his brand new Ranger, and Brian and Mike were in my eighteen and a half foot Key West. <laughs> See ya. Not, yeah. not going forty, but going thirty. But fucking eating waves, dude. So you know, up by me, big uh, dead rise, bro. I, I live up in the Santa Barbara Channel. You know, Channel Islands are out there, and that that thing blows every day. Well, right now, you my boat would eat his yeah. waves too. I yeah, think. yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. But you know what? There's a lot of cats up there, thirteen to sixteen foot yeah, small yeah. mosquito fleet. You know, they're they're charging, but they're it, like but those are like like bootleg dip mars. You know, every, they're, they're making mini big boats. Yeah, everybody's smart though. You just got to be smart. You yeah, gotta, know, you know, know what you want, yeah, know what you're yeah, doing. Build, if you're gonna yeah. build a boat. I, Don't I, be afraid I to stay out there. I've stayed out there because I had to before. You know, yeah. So, mm. I think building yeah. a boat's rad. I can't wait to do it myself. Yep. 50 yeah. foot whaler. All right. We're going to do a raffle. <laughs> you. So, you. Yeah. So that's uh, Chris Bishop for Phoenix. We're going to do. Phoenix rods and uh, accessories. Phoenix rod. We're going oh, to yeah. see it. Let me raffle. Let me, let me raffle. Oh, yeah. Can you say the number? Yeah. Give me, get, get here. Let's do that. What's up, y'all? I've never. You know what? I've never won any raffle in my life, and I was at this. Uh, uh, what's that hipster? Wait, we uh, had to get a raffle to be here today. Listen, what's that? We had to win a raffle to be here today. Beer? No, we had to. <laughs> I don't. We had to win a raffle to be here today. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I got it. I got it. So check this out, y'all. I've never won anything in my life, and I went to this. Uh, what's that hipster radio station? KCRW. A lot of them. I went to this KCRW like uh, thing, right? And they were auctioning shit off, and I almost won. I was off by one, but the person didn't get it, so I won. You know, by proxy. And it was a fucking, like, giant frame thing of uh, uh, the girl that sings. What's her name? God, she's a bigger girl. Taylor Swift. No. Uh, from girl. England? Adele. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have it in my house still. This thing's got to be worth a thousand bucks. It's huge. I so have it on anybody ever wants a giant Adele in the studio singing picture, I have one for sale. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only thing I've ever won in a raffle. <laughs> okay. I, I, Chris Lillis, a.k.a. LBC's. <laughs> um, we'll get a new one. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I f- Must be this, nice. Must be fucking nice. This, huh? I, I got it. I got it, guys. I, I got it. I got it. Don't touch it. I got it. This I is a 79H. <laughs> yeah, I'm protecting Phoenix it. Phoenix M1 inshore rod. It is probably the ultimate go-to one-of-a-kind, uh, one-application rod. I throw everything from a 190, a 170 size hard bait, to a uh, weedless swim bait, to a lead-headed swim bait, to an A-rig. I'm going to um, bite it. It's um, it's seven foot nine, uh, extra heavy. Look at that, and it's not extra fast. It's just fast, but it's a heavy rod. I'm pushing hard, so that's you know facilitates like a three hundred size reel. I'm not gonna hit the thing. <laughs> just relax, please. Jesus Christ. Stressing us out. Fuck, they really are. Good fucking anxiety hey. attack over here, bro. Relax, Fuck. relax. <laughs> I fit for Phoenix. We'll get ten more videos. <laughs> um, so it uh, facilitates a 300-size reel. It's a really good rod. I own about four of them. Mine are custom-wrapped at Performance Tackle, but they're the same thing, and they're bitching, and I highly suggest buying one <laughs> if you don't win one. Here we go. And the winner is... Oh, my God. Oh, it's going to hit the fan. <laughs> this has been hermetically sealed like Johnny Carson. <laughs> I'm too old, huh? Okay, um... Seven two seven zero. Seven two. Check it. Check it. Seven zero. Seven two seven zero. Those are the last four. You got no it. No way. You got oh, it. Oh yeah, sick, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, watch the nice, fans. Hey, watch the fans. <laughs> no, give me that. I was hoping it was something. 
Right on, dude. Yeah. Hey, you, dog. Hold on. Is that me? Where's our picture, ladies? 7270. Hold on. This is a Phoenix run. I gotta take a picture with you. Put it no, we're not. We're doing the pictures right here. Oh, yeah. well, I can give it to uh, no, we'll do it right here. Bobby's, Bobby's daughter. I was like, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Brad, you see, you can ask He's gonna tip it. Hey, congrats, brother. I'm right yeah. there. Yeah. Give that gentleman a round of applause. Did he come ask a question? Nice. Just like that. All right. Well, well uh, we're going to do some more raffles. Yeah. And the next up is going to be Decker and uh, Eric. So yeah. stick Whoa. around. Be a good one. Hold on. Hold on. We're, okay, we're going to raffle this off. It's a fishing trip with uh, Eric Landis, and Jimmy Decker. <laughs> but you got to ask the question first. There you go. So when you win, you got to come ask a question, then you get the thing. <laughs> I'm gonna go ask a question. Huh? <laughs> I'm gonna go ask a question. Okay. <laughs> so you guys, you guys there? Yeah. yeah. Right, we're gonna do the raffle with these guys. Oh, we could edit every. We could edit all this dead time out too. No, but this is live. Dude. Hey, no. is this live? No, no, he's recording. So gift card, gift card, nice. Yeah, All yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah, no, yeah. you don't want to do that. You can do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Weird. Yeah. I brought some selfie crew stuff. Yeah, I didn't want to ask that last night. Selfie crew stuff and then good enough. All right, here we go. Another one. Grab this is a big one. How many do we have enough for like three? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Three or four times. All these hats and shirts. So, what is it? Hat, shirt, and uh, what Let's else? Let's do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. We got hat, shirt. So, hat and shirt. Here we go. Last four. Seven one four zero. 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 What's the band's name with the cool base hat? Two 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 two. He raffled some off already. Did he really? Yeah, except you I sure? Well, look, I brought socks. I okay, brought give hats. me the socks and the hat. There you go. I got two hats. Okay, give me the hat and the socks. There you go. Yep. I'll do one, you do one right now. There's some stickers, too. Okay, yeah. Well, let's no, give these a cool keep kid. Cool kid. Okay, cool kid. or keep them. Yeah. I do that a lot. There was two of these. I keep stuff. You got to keep stuff, dude. Uh, I got I got. I know, no. Here. You keep stuff like that. Like cool little mini stickers. Oh, all right. Yeah. I put those on my rods. Oh, okay. Two, two. Okay. Uh, let's. Oh, we'll do one more. Can you turn me up right here a little bit, ladies and germs? Ladies and germs, watch the fans. We are raffling off a salty crew trucker hat that looks puffy in the front. Is it puffy? Yep. Pitch the front. Pitch it. Show them it's puffy. It's puffy, and socks. Salty crew socks. Where you will find refuge in the sea, but not with socks on because they will be wet. <laughs> Ticket number 7302. 7302. 73. Right, hello, 7302. Oh, the coffee man. The coffee right. man. The coffee man. Let's coffee man. Let's see. Let's double check. All right. The coffee man wins it. Oh, all right. Ethiopian or Colombian. Coffee. All right, good. All right. Ethiopian or Colombian. Oh, Colombian. All right. Congrats, brother. Yeah. Andrew Gomez with the win. Yeah. 
We got some more salty crew stuff. We got more salty crew stuff. Uh, my man Fred Clinshaw, the hammer of uh, fury, is giving away another hat salty shirt. crew hat. Let's show this off. Let me, uh, oh, okay. That'd be okay nice. I had a casting crank t-shirt to go along with it. This is what the kids call a dad hat, I think. Yep. <laughs> or, or five panel, maybe. Or unstructured. I think it's a dad hat. I think it's unstructured. Well, either way, it's a... Uh, it's a five panel. That's what all the kids are wearing. They're wearing it? <laughs> Look great. Thank you. Look awesome. Okay, um, where's the, um, the... There we go. Salty Crew shirt, Cast and Crank shirt, Salty Crew hat. What kind of shirt is that? Fucking open it. No. Why not? All right. <laughs> I'm wearing the hat. <laughs> I'll wear the shirt. I mean, I'm not really wearing it. <laughs> Oh, that looks like a poly cotton blend too. Oh yep. yeah, that's a nice shirt. Mm-hmm. Very nice shirt. You know what? Fred's gonna pick this one. Fred's got the magic touch. Oh boy, here we go. But don't call me Doughboy. <laughs> okay, number we last four. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You're uh, old. You're old. Seven zero. Fred Clinch on these glasses. <laughs> I'm totally in denial. They're in my truck. I swear. Sure they are. They're in my truck. Seven zero eight seven. Seven zero eight seven. Seven zero. Here we go. Dad has two t-shirts. Yes, sir. Yeah, oh shit! You gotta put right. that on though. Put it on. Let's see how it looks on you. Yeah. All the kids, all the kids it is. Are it. You got it. Okay. You bet. You got a whole wardrobe today, bro. Yep. Yeah. Come on right here. Come on in between us here. There you go. Yep. I don't even know that right is. All right. Congrats. Congrats. Yeah, we got another salty crew gear here. If you want to do this, let's do. Uh, I'm not this you want me to say something? Okay. Oh, you want do you me want to put it? that with this? Okay. Okay. What, what? Uh, Paul, hey, is there a Paul Tarenko? Paul Tarenko, your food okay. is ready okay. at the bar. Okay, we got another raffle hold here, on, guys. Hold on, there's wait, some food wait. waiting. We got food. Paul Tarenko, your food is waiting at the bar. Wait, is food coming this way? I'm waiting for some. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I came straight here to even eat, dude. Had breakfast. You that eat? was it. I had breakfast. Yeah, I saw it. That was Looked good. good. Looked really good. Yeah, that was, was my style. Super Browns. That's my style. So good. <laughs> Super Browns is my style. Like eight, eight, I was ready to go. Just like, let's <laughs> <"That's gross. laughs> do something. Okay, I'm got a haircut. All right. Uh, Say, okay, Salty Crew hat. hat. Salty Crew shirt. Let's and see. steel baits. Look at this bag of steel baits. We got Let some iron. Let me see one of those things. I wanted to see those baits. Swim baits. I want to see those. Take one out. I want to see those. Put that hat on first. Hold on. Yep. Who's taking this one? Uh, that'll be Chris. He could see. <laughs> I, I didn't. I'm starting to do this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's where it starts, I brother. Know, I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, this is gonna be steel baits, salty hat. crew shirt, and that hat. Salty crew, big sponsor of mine and Chris's. Uh, SaltyCrew.com, great guys. Uh, yes. Please support the. Uh, it's a brotherhood. Yeah. It's a brotherhood. It's a yep. family. One hundred percent. Fred's my brother. Knew it. So weird. <laughs> it's not even Greek. <laughs> Seven three one zero. Seven three one zero. We, we got go. a winner. Yeah, we got a winner. All right. You know what he did earlier? Yeah, what did this guy do? What did he do? Ask a great he question. He asked a fucking question. See, <laughs> yeah. see the pattern. Saw you, brother. You guys are coming to a fishing thing. This is a pattern. Stay here. Take a picture <laughs> with us. All right. Yep.
Congrats, brother. Thank all you. right, you bet, you bet. All right. I bet you're really photogenic right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm all like, hey, are we photogenic? <laughs> I'm I'm rarely photogenic. Uh, she just I swear. I don't think I was not gonna make the cut. Are we not photogenic? Look at are us. Are we? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not good. Hey, uh, is that like food? Um, is that food? So we're gonna take a little break, and then we're no, gonna come back. Break. You want to keep going? Yeah, oh, yeah, we keep going. Yeah, huh? Food, you want to bring more? You guys questions. want more Q and A? You guys got more Q and A for Chris or Fred? Come on up. Or you want to take a five minute break? No, back no one. No one. <laughs> I'll sit here all day. Yeah, here we go. Here's Q and A. Yeah, first first name. All right, yeah, that's a great name. Sure. Uh huh. Oh man. Okay. So so yeah. There, there's frogs in the lake year round. Okay. And everybody but thinks. Where are they? <laughs> where are they? They're they're, the they're 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 underwater most of the time. Yeah. But uh, but the uh, I I thought it would have started by now where I'm at, but generally it's probably when the water gets above 75 degrees. Yeah. So it, it's not like what time of the year. No, yeah. no, no, hey, they'll, they'll eat the frog on the spawn. They'll eat it on, on the, spawn the spawn for sure. Full-on frog. I had some studs out. I, I'm, I'm a fishing guide up at Lake Casitas, and I, I had some studs out that were probably out in March, and they caught two on a frog. Yeah, but the frog the frog bite, you know, the frog bite, you know, is probably 75 degrees. You know, you start seeing the cover, and, you know, you, it, it'll tell you. It, it's time, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and don't stop fishing the frog. Once it gets a little warm, they're done spawning. Just fucking frog fish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. They're, they're eating the frog. Yeah. They just eat frogs. They that's, eat frogs. That's Blue what they gills, do. frogs, shad, whatever. I mean, uh, you know, it's just. Dragonflies. Mm, Once they eat the dragonflies, mm, start throwing the frog. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. They'll talk to you. They'll yeah. show themselves. <laughs> yeah, come, keep coming back. Oh, man. Okay, so here, chatterbaits. I love that bait. Chat. How do you like to fish a chatterbait? Tell me how you, you like to fish a chatterbait. Tristan. Okay, 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 fair enough. All right, listen. Chatterbait is very versatile. You could use it. It's pretty dang weedless, all right? And I always put a trailer on it, you know? It's basically a jig for me, all right? Put it on the bottom, pop it a few times, you know, work it like that for a few hours. If that's not working, try a slow retrieve, bounce in the bottom like a crankbait, use it in the center column. You could burn it. You know, you could pendulum that thing like this. There's really not a not a bad way to fish that thing. But I would always start it as a jig. Yeah, lay it on the bottom, dead stick it, count to five. Maybe use your rod, crank real fast, hold it, let it dead stick. Crank it, just like that. Yeah, you bet. Try there first, you know. Yeah, it's put your we were talking. Yeah, yeah, put, it's put, like put, we were talking crawl. earlier. Let the fish tell you oh, how yeah, to. Oh yeah, like yeah. Uh, 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 what are those called? Speed crawl? Remember yeah, 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 yeah. Any of that? Yeah, it's a jig. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, a it's bladed a, jig. And, and fish it like yeah. this. What? Yep. Oh, dude, that's what it's called. Pendulum, man. pendulum, that thing. Yo, yo. I fish largemouth too a lot. Yeah. Not you know. When I want to not catch fish, I go fish largemouth. I'm sorry. I fish browns like yeah, yeah, colors. yeah, yeah. Just, just keep it simple, man. Yeah, crawdads, uh, you know gobies, shad color. Ooh, that, that mega yeah. bass bait is good. Yeah. That goby bait. Oh that yeah, dark sleeper. Sh- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's still not. That's still, today? That's still not hip. Uh, two, two, two. Are we on? Yeah, yeah come, come on up. Yeah. What's hey, up? Speak up. Speak up. What's your name? Tim. All right, Tim. Tim. 
were just learning about fishing, how long would you, would you fish that bed? The be- okay, the bass you said was swirling? Yeah. Okay, he's going to eat. You're pissing him off. Keep going. Yeah. But, you know, usually there's a... Oh, they were spawning. Oh, they were doing Yeah, they were doing the dance. They're doing the dance. You know what? You almost have to hit them in the head or wait. You know, because it doesn't last very long, you know? Yeah. You know what? That's cool. That's really rare that you saw that. It's really cool. Did you watch them do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. That's what I did, too. Did you watch them, like, do the thing where they get... Like, like this and stuff like that? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. scales are coming off. So rad. Yeah. And, so and, and she's getting the shit kicked out of her, honestly. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, it's a, but as soon as she's done and she's gone, he's fired up. Yeah, you yes, know? that's yeah. cool, man. That's a yeah. cool thing. Hey, yes. Give me a favor. Hey, release you know, that bass, though, you know, when you catch hey. it. Release that bass, though, when you catch it. You Je- know? Jeff yeah. Leibson has a You know question. what? Hey, when I fish, you know, I fish, um, uh, when I fish no. betting bass, I don't. Yeah, I mean. How's that? I mean, you I mean, occasionally. I got, I got a little bit of love for him, dude. I'm straight. I'll wait. Fuck that. I'm not cool with that. If I'm in a pond or like a golf course or something, yeah, I don't care. But if I'm in a lake, lake, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay with me, dude. And Males honestly, and mouth, honestly, dude. you know those bass are spawning what in five feet? Fish fifteen, you'll get the females. Yeah, the big ones are out there. Yeah, dude. fifteen, the fifteen see. to twenty. Those are the females. Those are the bigger ones. They're or just don't gorged. fish during the spawn. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I like to get real on people. There sometimes. you go. Another one. That's all right. Scott. What all right, Scott. Scott. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I mean, I'm going to fish a crankbait. Um, uh, either a, a Strike King 6XD. I just like that bait. It's pretty true out of the box. I love that bait. Um, in a shark shoes kind of color. Um, if, I'm, if I'm fishing for money, I'm going to fish older crankbaits that are made out of wood. You figure out what they are. And good luck. Parallel. I'm fishing parallel. Well, it's parallel. Like I'm, I'm walking it down, but th- instead of this way, I'm walking it down this way. And and see, I fished with this guy Brian, and uh, I, I taught myself how to cast left-handed, so I didn't have to buy left-handed reels. You know, guy. You know, so my hand's always on the reel. If I'm fl- flipping, pitching, you know, I cast over my left shoulder, but I fish right-handed. Um, Brian fishes right-handed. We like to fish port side. Generally, where we live, the wind's in our face. That's the way we fish. That's the way we like it. Wind's in the face, you're in the right place. Only dead fish swim with the current, etc. So we have this system. I, I, I can remember time and time again fishing with people that I hadn't fished with yet saying, God damn, you're like my shadow, dude. Like, you don't even know I'm there. Because <laughs> I'm right underneath you and I'm getting the followers, you know. So, um, yeah, we position our boat in a way. But if you're both right-handed casters, one guy's going to get back-boated. 
But you have that dude fish something else. You shouldn't both be throwing crankbaits unless they're absolutely eating crankbaits only. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to do another raffle. All right. And send a... Huh? Let's raffle off the trigger, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah, who wants to win a trigger? <sighs> All right. I'll pick this one. How do you get a raffle? <laughs> That's a trigger, a trigger Ranger. Yep. Trigger yeah. Ranger. Dude, are you guys, more... Hold on, hold on. Are you guys listening? People. Trigger Ranger. We're up raffling raffle off a right trigger. Now. Y'all don't want to ask questions or nothing to drink beer? Here we go. Jesus. Social event. All right. We ain't giving away the trigger. We're keeping it, man. Nobody's asking questions. The whole number. The whole number. <laughs> three, six, seven, seven, three. I don't believe this guy. Hold on. There you go. <laughs> Here, let me see. No. <laughs> Got the fucking three stooges over here. Huh? <laughs> oh, look. All of a sudden, everything. <laughs> I can't see this. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this number. Let me see that number. I don't, can we use this one? Let me see it. Let me see it. I'll okay. tell you whether we're going to use this number. Yeah, we're going to use this number. We're a comedy yeah, troupe. We're, we're, we're secretly a comedy troupe. You don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Hey, shh. Shh. Hey. I don't need numbers thrown at me when I'm reading numbers. <laughs> it's a new Okay, map. humans. Three, eight, three, six, seven, seven, three, eight, seven. You Who like got that? the ranger? Who got the ranger? Hey, you like that little... Uh, yeah. Like that little yeah, yeah. Michael! Hey! This I is Rick. You're going to love that. You're going to love it. Where is it? Make sure it's the right number. There we go. All right. I didn't bring my glasses, so... And it says... <laughs> three, six, seven. Seven, three, eight. What's that last one say? Seven. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my triple sevens yeah. broke the slot machines out clean. Stay right here. You you want a you want a Traeger Ranger? It is the. the I'm telling you guys, guys listen. If you don't have one of these, they're the most. They're they're awesome. They have a cast iron on them, so when your wife gets pissed when you're frying fish in the house, you take it outside. Yeah, she knows. <laughs> yeah, you cook it outside. You're a hero. You bring it in. It tastes great. It's wood fired. It's it's perfect. You 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 did really well. Congratulations, brother. Yeah. Hey, barbecue. you're gonna really that thing's yeah. What? Yeah, it's a grill barbecue. Oh, yeah, very portable. It's, it's, it's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did very, very well with this. <laughs> this, this, is, this, hey, this guy's so stoked. He doesn't even know yeah. how stoked he is. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> no, you no, 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 He's horrible. No, I'll take you out. You don't want to go to this. <laughs> I Get in here, Chris. Yeah. Hold on, come on. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Triple sevens. Yeah. Here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. right. Thank you. Good job. You bet. Nice. Yeah. My man. That was rad. All right. Uh, we got to. That was a. Uh, yeah, we're going to get a couple more Q and A's, and then uh, we got to get to the next. Uh, no, that trigger. That was from uh, Tubby Serves, huh? Hey Nick. Check, check, check. Two, 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 two. Check, 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 check. This, 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 this. Yeah. I don't. I got. This, this. Done here. No, now. Can you guys hear me? Check. Anybody? No, 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 no one me? can hear anything. Nothing. Hey. Okay, I'm not though. Neither one of us here. Test, test. Keep working on my pick. So we're gonna we're gonna do a little more Q and A, and then check, we're check. gonna move to our next guest. Uh, 
Eric and uh, Jimmy Decker. Yeah. So if you guys have any more questions for these guys, uh, come on up, ask some questions. We got we got a couple more big big raffles. We got some trips. We got the trailer valet, uh, artwork, all kinds of good stuff. Two, two, two. How about this so. There we go. There we go. Nope. 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 My basket. basket. If you can see my wife's telling me what to do right now. Oh, you're the wife. That's what's yeah. so mad at me. Ah, my wife. That's your wife. Yeah. That's what she was mad at me about yeah. the rock. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, that's balls. my wife, dude. Oh, you're in trouble tonight. Sure. I am. Oh, he is, not me. <laughs> I go alone. Let's do one more basket uh, I, I raffle. To the seat. Let me grab that. <laughs> Here we go. Andrew, I'm gonna let my son do this one. Grab a grab a basket. Hold on, we're not gonna do another ra- uh, raffle to give two more cool days. Let's get two more Q and A questions. Two questions. Two questions. And then we'll anybody. do a raffle. You're gonna win something. Go grab. Go grab a. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. I know. <laughs> you should ask Brian. <laughs> go get a basket. It didn't eat my trolling motor though. Yeah. Here we are. Go for it. Why me? Spotties, Sandys, and Calicos were rap artists. Who would they be? Oh, <laughs> let's just talk. We can talk outside about that one. <laughs> That's an in-depth conversation, dude. You're 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 digging deep. We, with we that only one. have a few I'd rather talk about the CMS ain't my trolley motor. <laughs> here we go. Here we Here's are. a good here question. First name. Alfredo. Alfredo. All right. Yep. Hey man, I still use a hundred J fiberglass. Yep, I use a fiberglass hundred J parabolic. Yeah. Old school West Coast Calstar. I got a, I got a ten axis. foot. I don't cut it, it down because I it cast loads. it a mile. And it loads up. It loads up on the right so like, when you cast it. I tell everybody this: when I pick my rod, I pick the rod that I'm going to use a particular lure for. So if that lure has one hook, I want an extra fast, extra heavy rod to real stick stick the hook to them. When I'm fishing a treble hook lure, I want the it to load up and they get all three of the hooks. Like a, it's a giant crankbait rod. It, dude. It's a crankbait rod. A exactly. giant crankbait rod. That's all it is. So yeah. I fish the Phoenix uh, Axis. It's fucking rad because it's got graphite to like here, but all the rest ten feet, the nine foot of the rest is all fiberglass, dude. It just fucking I hung a, a giant tuna. I almost killed it. I had it colored like two two hundred fifty plus. Fucked it up, dude. Like thirty minutes, forty minutes. You know. Oh, great. Well, See, and I'm a mono guy. You're not going to get yeah. fish like that on mono. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It depends well, what you're well, fishing for. Yeah, we're fishing different fish. So depends on what you're fishing for. Yeah. But no, great. Yeah. Fuck that. I fish, I fish 50 pound mono. 2019. Yeah. <laughs> Give it the times, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's two schools. You know, I, I fish 50 pound mono, 100J, fiberglass, uh, Torium 20. That's my rig. You know, yeah. I throw it all day. And it's a. Uh, if. if uh, if they're not biting the iron, most of the times it's saltwater. I'm not getting bit. That's just how it goes for me, you know. Yep. Great. Thank you, man, for the question. Throw the iron yep. a lot, though. Yeah. <laughs> All works. right. We're going to do a raffle. I'm going to let my son pick this it one. It works. Yeah. Let's pick one out. Read it. <laughs> Three, six, six, seven. Are you guys busting one, my balls one, back there? See, yeah. you guys, you guys are eyeing me like a rack of lamb, dude. You two. Yeah, one more you. time. Three six you seven seven like one one zero. What? 
One more time. One more time. Enchiladas right here, motherfucker. What? There it is. We ain't going nowhere. Read it. One more time. Is that you? Yeah, it's us. Three, six, seven, seven, one, one, zero. No, those are... Oh, my God. Oh, Don't worry about it. Three, six, seven, seven, one, one, zero. One, one, zero. No one, one, huh? My mic's quiet. Uh, is another, this the mic that sees you? Oh, now there you go. You got the loud one. <laughs> oh, that's Okay, friends. good. He's got that one, right? All right, I'm cool. Okay. I was a little weird about eating close. Make me the big guy. <laughs> I want to be the big dog. Good I luck with eat that. eat in the power. <laughs> woof, woof, woof. You should get some saran wrap put over that mic, buddy. The, uh, these are another two guys that kind of help us grow some legs at the podcast, too. Uh, Decker and Eric helped promote the podcast, help us get going on it. Uh, very thankful for them to come down and do a Q&A. Now, if you guys want to know about uh, fishing, these guys know a lot. So come on up. Whenever you want, we're going to talk. Q&A for these guys. They've done it all, right? Fishing or wishing. <laughs> yeah. See, I guess we don't have many Q&As, man. So what happened with the uh, funny story you wanted us to come up with? <laughs> don't hey, hey, don't hey, be afraid let's hear to a good come story. to the microphone. So all these guys know, know each other, so Eric probably has a good yeah. story about half the guys to, sitting in the room. Mine needs to be louder for my story. Yeah. I'll tell you that for sure. <laughs> So, Nick asked me to come up with a good story to share at this thing, because I figured there'd be like eight people here, and I'm glad everybody came, by the way. Thank yeah, you all. Er, er, we're fishing today, and Eric's like, I don't know if there's going to be anybody there. <laughs> I'm like, I hope for ten people. I'm like, there's going to be a hundred people there. <laughs> they heard Seeds was coming with the stains on his shorts, and everybody came. Oh. Anyway, so this funny story that he made me come up with, and it didn't take very long. I was out fishing with uh, my boat partner, Matt, his... Uh, yeah, life, there you go. life partner, Matt. Is that my life partner, as uh, everybody likes to put it. His buddy, uh, Eric Noguchi, and his like, five-year-old kid, and we're fishing rockfish. And I've got the boat set up, and I have the trolling motor, for you guys who know what that is, on spot locks. I'm set up on the spot fishing rockfish. The three of them are all fishing off the back. We're catching lings and nice reds and stuff, so I'm trying to stay out of the way and not fish. And I have a very strict routine when I'm on my boat. I only stay on the left-hand side of the boat when the boat's on. I don't walk around to other positions because just habit. But for whatever reason, I walk around the front of the console, and I go down to the other side, maybe take the kid's fish off or something, and I step in some blood, and I slip, and I fall on the throttle <laughs> of the motor that's running, and the boat just shoots out of the hole. I mean, it goes from zero to whatever season was saying in like two seconds. Matt goes flying off the back. Like, he, oh, I got to back up a second here. I'm on the phone talking to my buddy Eric Johnson while this is happening. Oh, yeah, it's just slow fishing, whatever. Matt goes shooting down the back. I think the motor hits him. I'm expecting a big plume oh, of blood. Fuck. But I fall on the, on the throttle, and as I'm trying to get up, I can't. I finally get up, and I, and I look at my buddy's got five-year-old kid by the back of the shirt. <laughs> I finally get up. I go to pull the boat out of gear, and I slip again and fall back on it. Now I'm 300 yards away from Matt's floating oh, in the water in full dude. foul weather gear. My buddy's looking at me like, what's wrong with you? My kid's gonna, almost out of the boat. So like, okay, so Matt's like, come back. He's very afraid of sharks anyway, but we <laughs> finally get straightened out. We go back, we fish Matt out of the water, and it, the whole time my cell phone's laying on the ground. So I pick it up, and my buddy's still on the phone. He's like, what happened? I said, I don't want to talk about it. He's like, who was that woman screaming? <laughs> I'm like, that was either me or Matt. I'm not sure. Uh, poor Matt's not even here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Who was that woman screaming? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, so that's I asked Decker story. to come up with a story. Decker has a good and he's story. got the best I'm, one that he wants I, to no, share. I, Eric, Eric said, "Talk about a funny story," but I'm going to I'm going to tell you about a life experience that 
I don't know if I've told more than like ten people in my entire life this story. You have now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna fill you guys all in. I'm I'm gonna be six, 61 this month, so you know I could roll I could roll in the next week or two, and then oh, no gee. one would no one would know this story. <laughs> I might have told Eric. I know I've told Tracy. I've only told a couple people. So I I've been very fortunate to be able to be around the water since I was a toddler. Okay, my grandfather. Back in the, I was born in 58, so back in the 60s, the big thing was if, you know, the, the guys that had the money in Pasadena, Arcadia, they had a place down in Newport. So my grandfather had a place in the trailer park down by the shipyard, which was right next to Delaney's back in the old days. So he'd ride me around on the front of the bike. They'd have like a little like fold up seat for the little kids to ride around back then. So we'd be tooling around, and, you know, I was the first grandson, so I was like, my mom had three in a row, bang, 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 all born in May, one year apart. So oh, anytime, wow. anytime you could get rid of Jimmy, fucking take him. So I, <laughs> I was always with my grandfather, and I was always on the water with him. He was, a, he was a salty crew. I mean, he was OG as it comes. So we go down to his buddy's skiff, me and him. I'm on the handlebars. He's got his buddy with him. We roll over to the Gold Coast. He rolls me over to the gangway. You know, I was like five or six years old. He says, okay, wait here up top. We're going to put the boats over here by the clubhouse. And then we'll, we'll go down on Johnny's boat and we'll, you know, go out and, and whatever they were going to do. So they draw me off on the gangway. They roll across this little street. It wasn't really a street. It was in the trailer park to the clubhouse and put their bikes away. And the, the last thing I remember was looking over at my grandfather and his buddy and the guy from the clubhouse came out and talked, talking. So the next thing I remember is super bright white lights. It's, it's like looking into the sun and I'm floating over a bunch of people. Fuck. And all these people are like looking at this little boy on the operating table. Okay? Shit. So... This is a really heavy story. I might start crying. I don't know if I'm going to make it through. <laughs> so they're looking over this little boy on the operating table, and I can see like two or three doctors, a couple nurses, the little boy's covered up in a towel, and my grandfather and his buddy. I mean, it's fucking bright, you know? And I'm like floating around, and I'm checking it all out, and I'm looking at it. And then all of a sudden... It's like there's no ceiling, and, it's, and I'm getting further uh -huh. and further and further away. And then all of a sudden, like when you're, when you're just dozing off and you like get that jump uh -huh. feeling, all of a sudden, bang! I'm looking up. Super bright white lights. Three doctors, two nurses, my grandfather and his buddy sitting there staring at me. And they're like, oh, <laughs> Oh, you know, they're all fucking freaking out. Well, what had happened... Trippy story, huh? Fuck yeah. So what had happened is, in the old days, the gangways that went down to the dock... I mean, I was, I was obsessed by water, so I always wanted to see what was between the, 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 the bulkhead and the, and the dock. In the old days, there only used to be a little teeny chain that went between the gangway and where the railing stopped. So when my grandfather dropped me off and said, hang out up top, I leaned over the side 
to look and see what the fuck was down there. The chain broke. I fell like 15 feet. I mean, I'm six years old. Smashed my head on the dock, fell flake down into the water, face down. They didn't even know for a couple minutes. They turned around. I wasn't there. Saw the, uh, the chain was broke. Came down the gangway. Pulled me out of the water. Nothing. Pulled me out of the water. Six blocks from Hogue Hospital. Threw me in my, my grandfather's buddy's Impala. Zoomed me up to Hogue Hospital. Checked, threw me in there. They took me into the emergency room. And that's my story. Wow. That explains a lot. That explains a lot. Definitely. I, hey, so I, then I started smoking the next day, yeah. figuring what the fuck. I thought you were going to tell the story that when you laughed so hard, you passed out, and your family thought and you were I dead. And I laughed so hard, I passed out before. But when Eric was talking about telling a funny story, he go, "You know what? I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell this. I mean, literally until the night. There's probably only ten people that wow. I've ever have told Thanks, that story bro, appreciate to. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, I think yeah, you need to tell story. If you have any too, doubts Jimmy. about you know afterlife or things like that, I'm, I'm here to tell you that. Something definitely exists after you croak. So, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Kelly bass fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're open to Q and A if you guys want to ask this guy. Both these guys have a lot of knowledge. Here, Here we, we go. go. Here's right. the first one. Turn him on. Hi, C's. Come here. Hi, buddy. Hello. I see you. Hello. My name is Johnny. I have a question. Uh, when fishing the DD100, the Lucky Craft, uh, do you straight tie or with the quick clip? No, I, I straight tie to that. They have that, that oblong split ring on them. I just straight tie 15-pound fluorocarbon to that. Yeah, our, you don't need a clip with all our that. Our hands are so large and arthritis-ridden that those clips don't work. I, 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 you know, I we, don't we, fish a clip We were on fishing anything. this morning and struggling. I'm struggling with the clip. My fingers are so dull. I don't know if it's just because they're fat or whatever, but I'm looking at the clip and I'm working it, and I just can't make the thing happen. So, a lot, a lot of people like to fish those clips because if you're if you're quick, you can switch your bait saw real quick. I don't like them personally. A split ring in front of the a split eye, ring in front of, of the eye. The, of the fixed hook. eye will do the same thing basically. I still fish the clip. I just complain about it all the time. I have another question. Uh, any techniques to fish the spinner bait for saltwater? I don't fish the spinnerbait much. I, I'd much rather fish the crankbait. If they're biting the, the spinnerbait, they'll usually bite the crankbait. Usually the spinnerbait's more of a slow roll type of deal with a couple little twitches on the rod tip. That's not my other deal. Hey, I, I'm not a pro by any stretch of the imagination with it, but when I fish the spinnerbait, do you fish surface iron for anything barracuda or anything like that? Use like a goofy wine, you know, just a varied retrieve. That's how I fish the spinnerbait. It's never a steady one. It's speed it up. Slow it down, pause it, let it sink. Make that, make that skirt flare as, out. As you're winding that bait, it's hopping about the bottom. Even if you're in 10 feet of water fishing spotties, just the angle of your rod is going to bring that bait up. That split-second pause will let it flutter, and when it does, everything kind of pulses out, and a lot of times that's you get the bites. Thank you. You got it. <clears throat> so Decker's story about passing out... Um, you got to tell it, buddy. It was fantastic. Okay. <laughs> Great story. So now I'll tell you my funniest, my, my funny story. <laughs> Sorry, this isn't fishing. So I, I always park my skiff in front of the house, and my, and my two boys were over. You know, they're, they're, they're old now. This was only a couple years two ago. Two boys are like 50. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and my one kid's like, oh, I'm like, what happened to the hood of your car? 
And he's like, oh, well, I, I was pulling up behind the house and, and the sun was so bright, you know, I couldn't really see. And I, I rolled up and, and smashed the hood of my car on the skag of the outdrive <laughs> of the motor. You know, he's like, I didn't want to tell you because, you know, maybe I thought I fucked your boat up. But... <laughs> and we were already, like, pretty fucked up. And I was like, I was laughing. <laughs> something happened. And I was, like, really fucking laughing about how funny it was that Max couldn't see. And I, I was, like, bent over. And boom, I passed myself out. <laughs> I choked myself out. I guess old people can do that on the toilet when they're trying to take a shit. But I did it like laughing. So bang, I, I hit the floor. My kid's uh, uh, an EMT, so he knows, leave him down, we'll figure it out. Well, my fucking wife is fucking <laughs> oh, picking me up, you. trying to fucking drag me up into the chair. She's got a handful of aspirin, fucking trying to shove aspirin down my fucking throat. Freaking I'm having a heart attack. Honey, I love you dearly. But but it was just like it was one of those things when I when I when I woke up on the floor from laughing that I passed out, I was still talking about Max running into the outdrive of the motor. I'm like, oh I'm okay. He's like, eat these aspirin, eat these aspirin. You're, you're having a heart attack. I'm like, I'm not having a heart attack. So the best part about this story is the way it was brought up to me. We're sitting on the back deck of the Good Karma during a Marlin tournament. We fished all day. We're sitting down to have a cocktail on the anchor in Santa Barbara Island. And Jimmy says something, and he cracks himself up while he's saying oh, it. I make and myself so, laugh stop. all the I gotta time. I got to stop. I got to stop. I got to be careful. I might pass out again. <laughs> I'm like, again? Got to yeah. stop. I might pass myself out. <laughs> Don't bend over while you're laughing, because apparently it cuts all the oxygen careful, off buddy, from careful. your diaphragm. <laughs> and you will, uh, you will choke yourself out. The best part was my wife trying to shove aspirin down my throat and pick me up. Shake it off. You're going to be okay. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to have you guys help me do a raffle. All right. Sounds oh, good. Um, uh, Rox, you want to grab one of the baskets? So if anyone wants to know, me and Eric fished today, and we absolutely fucking torched them. So if you guys are fishing tomorrow, There's go. nothing there. On Mother's Day. They're biting. <laughs> On Mother's Day. Yeah. On Mother's Day. Your best day to go fishing. <laughs> Where'd you fish? We fished the pipe. Newport Beach. Newport Pipe. 38 feet of water on top of the pipe. Not exactly. <laughs> they yeah, were 30 biting. to 40 feet of water they were biting. Um, Calicos and Calicos sand bass mix. Great bite. Even got fish out of what, 60 whatever, feet of water on it. Whatever you like to fish, they would have been biting it. Yeah. Here we go. Here you go, Okay, Tracy. Donna. Donna Fisher. I'm digging in here for you. <laughs> Seven. Seven one three eight zero. Next. Seven one eight zero. I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. Seven one eight zero. Yes. Hey. Did go. Jimmy mention he lost partial sight while he was at conference? Open it up. Open it when up I saw now. the bright white light, it took part of my peripheral vision away. Where you keep the plastic? Oh, nice. Nice calico bass print. What is that? Holy smokes. You got a lot of shit. 
There you Come on, go. Decker, get in the picture. Half day trip, let's do it. Captain Frank. So no more having Decker read the tickets, okay? <laughs> All right, I'm going to pick one. What? I'm going to pick that trailer for myself. On the trailer, Valley. Can I get a sugar-free Red Bull vodka, please? <laughs> that Jack Daniels rocks if someone's buying. Might as well ask. <laughs> All right, this is a really good one, guys. So the guest we had on, if you've listened, it's uh, Sean Anderson, Fish on Guide Services. He's giving you, he does trophy uh, stripers up north, and he gave us a trip. So it's an eight-hour trip. He films the whole thing and makes you a video at the end. So two people, uh, super cool. He can't be down here because he lives like eight hours away. But I thought about keeping this trip and telling you guys to fuck off. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not that kind of guy. I'm a fucking nice guy, huh? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Eric uh, pick this one out. <laughs> Here we go, Eric. Come on, this is a big one, guys. This is probably worth it. Right. So a lot of money. My wife. All right, got the four ninety one, seven seven four nine one, seven seven four nine one. Squeal like a pig if you got it. Four ninety one. Come on. Wow. All right, nobody, no buyers, huh? One more, one more call. All right, here we go. Wait, is that her? Hold on. Nope. That's the waitress. That one got skipped. We don't have a lot of questions, so I got another funny story. I Ask tell. a stupid question, get a thousand dollar prize. So I told the uh, I told the skip story earlier, but I, I spent a lot of my time fishing on sport boats when I was younger, and I was a uh, you might say very aggressive deadhead at parts of my life. And if you don't know what that is, it's probably for the best. But we got on the boat to try and catch jackpot for the crew, and there was a three quarter day trip. This is twenty five years ago. Where me and a buddy of mine were fishing on the. Uh, I don't even remember what boat it was, but I do remember, but I'm not going to say it because I don't want to incriminate anybody. But we're fishing all day on the horseshoe, and we're catching bass and stuff like that. And we're, these barracuda have been boiling around, but they weren't fighting. And it's coming to the end of the day. We don't have the jackpot fish, which is our job on the boat at the time. And um, as we they start the boat up and start going ahead to pull the anchor, it kicks all the bait out behind the boat, and the barracuda come up foaming behind the boat. So I'm standing by the galley door. I grab my jig stick. I run to the stern. I don't look behind me. I go to cast. And I snag the bait scoop off the top of the tank and just drill my buddy in the back of the head with it <laughs> to the point where he drops to his knees and drops his fishing rod over the side. Yeah. Who was that? Huh? Who was that? A friend of mine. Uh, I'm not going to mention his name. And yeah, he's ex, ex-friend of But, yeah, that's just complete horribleness. <laughs> I later uh, broke his rod while casting, but, you know, that's what friends do. Um. 
Barley Flanagan has a question. <laughs> Hold on. Let me do this raffle. These uh, The Towboats guys gave us a great prize for a boat owner. Uh, it's a gold membership for uh, Towboats. So That's who I'm with. There you go. It's great, great, great. Like I said today, if you guys grab one of their pamphlets uh, right here, 50 bucks off the membership for the year. For today, worth every Don't penny. Leave so, yeah, the dog I mean, without I've it. used it probably three times in my new boat. <laughs> I've actually had to bring so, me gas one time when so, I ran out. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten gas too before. So, we're gonna raffle this one off right now. Um, you want to come pick? No, <laughs> all right, you only pick this one out. Here we go. Stand by, bud. You're right up. This one is three, six, seven, seven, two, five, four. Seven, two, five, four. Did you win? Oh, no, that's way Seven, two, five, four. Seven, two, five, four. There we Here go. We Someone that can actually appreciate it. There you go. You can get it next year. Next year. You want to get it? You have a boat? Yeah. Hey, you can do, you you do it again for next year. It's a grease for a trailer. Oh, yeah. Cool. All right, we're going to do it again since he already has it paid off. Good we'll job, do another buddy. One. Here we go. Um, oh, let me take a picture of you with that real quick. Can I take Come a picture back. of you with that real quick? So I can show it, you know. You're going to have to blur his face out. He's not yeah. supposed to be here. Oh. All right, here we go. Tow boats. Here we go. Yeah, right. <laughs> seven, four, nine, zero. Seven, four, nine, zero. We have a winner. Seven, four, nine, no, zero. Oh, maybe not. Come nope. on up. Here it comes. I hear a girl yelling. Tracy? <laughs> Donna! Donna, she's got a boat. You can give it to Will. You can sell it to Wilbur. <laughs> Seven. Got a job about US for a year. So you sell it to Wilbur. You want to take a picture? 175 bucks. Sell it to him for 125. Hold on, stay here, Donna. Donna, go back. Got to get a picture. Take off a lot your of granny prep work glasses. Here. A lot of prep work. <laughs> oh. Good girl, Donna. All right. Um, You're up, buddy. There you go. I got a question for uh, Jimmy. Oh, shit. Uh, hard one. Um, so, I'm a big fan of The Descendants and the song Catalina. I mean, it's probably the only song out there about fishing. How much does fishing and music, you know, how do you incorporate it with one and the other? The, the last single that we did, I wrote about fishing and my wife. The other stuff, not so much. I mean, there, there's been a couple songs written. Catalina. Fucking, uh, there's a couple other bands that have a Gutter couple Mouth fishing has a couple songs. fishing-related songs. What's Primus? Guttermouth mentions fishing yeah, regularly. Yeah, yeah. You can't forget Primus. They have one yeah, of the best Primus. Songs. Primus. Uh, yeah. What is it? 20-pound bass on 10-pound yeah. bass <laughs> yeah. or something? <laughs> Yeah, so that, that's totally cool. But I haven't done... You know, I, I try to keep the two separate. Yeah. And I try to keep the punk rock stuff as far away as I can now. Because it, 
I'm old, man. Fuck it. I'm going to be 61. I'm he had walk on stage last show I saw. I'd rather I'd rather throw a fucking crankbait than fucking go to a gig in Pomona. He's a sleepy you punk know? rocker in bed by eight. Except for punk rock bowling, I'll Black go out there. there. I'll go out there. But you know, the music thing's been very good to me, and it's a great hobby. And I've I've met a lot of really great people, and it's it's funny the overlap between fishing. I mean. Before, like, no one knew me for fishing and everyone knew me for being in a punk rock band. Now, everybody knows me for fishing and very few people know me, except for the old timers for being in a punk rock band. You know, so, I mean, I could write something. Some, some, I could write something, but I haven't. <laughs> the uh, auction lost the brain as a child is having an effect on that. <laughs> Thanks for the question. That dude. is such great ammunition you've given me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I have it all. We got some more questions? You got one, Jeff? Oh, good. Bring it on. Uh oh, here we go. I don't know. How big is your penis? <laughs> wow. Fishing deep structures. What is your On deep structure versus tide, I found no 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 differentiation at all. As long as there's current, there's no it, it doesn't really make a difference. I mean, yeah, you got to be on the front side coming. You got to have you got to fish it coming towards we, the well, stone. We had something like that going today. You know, yeah. the, okay. So here's the problem: fish point in whatever direction the tide's going in or the current's going in. So. The problem is if you have really dirty water and you br- and you bring a bait towards the fish, they're not. You could they'll see it the last second and react to it or not. But if you have very clear water and you're bringing your bait towards the fish, they're going to have a long time to look at it. And I, you know, what's interesting? I just recently got glasses and I didn't realize how blind I was. But I'm seeing all kinds. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe I fished that bait. It looks horrible. Whereas before, I'm like, oh, I don't know, it looks fine. And I guess that's dirty water to me. But also, one of the things if you know when, when the water is really clean, a lot of times whatever you're fishing, calico bass or sand bass. It's more obvious with Calicas you can watch what they're doing than Sam has. But if you bring a bait up behind a fish, a lot of times if the water's clear and they're not reacting, they'll just follow it. They'll just come up behind it and just cruise up. We had that today. We're, up, we're fishing in an uphill current. We had our, we were fishing a Newport Reef. We had our boat below the reef. We're casting up current. All the bites came on a downward thing. Very few came in any other direction. But those fish were following that crankbait all the way back to the boat, and they were only biting it once it hit the bottom of its thing and started to come up. And I don't, how many fish do we have? 20? 20 that were like eight, eight cranks from the rock. Yeah, tip. you basically left them out of the water. So my theory is that fish will, if you have a bait that comes up behind them, their natural reaction is to swim behind it. If you bring it perpendicular, I'm always, you know, if I can say anything, perpendicular is the way I want to fish. I don't want to come up behind something or, or have it going towards it. Yeah, I, you know, that's him. It, <laughs> I don't really use that particular thing, but I do have certain things. I can tell by the posture of the bait fish and, and junk on the spot as to what's going on. And that might be tide related. I don't really track it closely because usually when I'm fishing, I'm fishing them in a tournament. 
where I don't really have the luxury of waiting on a tide to do it. Yeah, there you go. You're a smart man. I hate deep structure fishing, period. Yeah. Give him a... Decker had a tough time with it. Jeff. Got it, bud. You're in the raffle. Oh, here they go. The hits just keep on coming. What's your, like, Oh, my God. My... My favorite right now is the crank bay rod I was using, which is the... That's a Rain Shadow Judge 710H. And my preferred <laughs> reel now is, unfortunately for most of you guys, we're not going to be able to make it because it's like a $600 crank bay reel because I had to tear two $300 reels apart to make it. It's a Revo Inshore that I tore apart and put the gears for a Revo winch into the gears and the spool and yeah. switched out the spool. But I put, like, a, put an accessory handle on it. Yeah, and a, and a Gucci handle that I got. I like a, a, a <laughs> five four one reel for crankbait fishing. I like this is saltwater crank. Yeah, my, so, uh, my favorite way to catch fish, if they're not biting the weedless or they're not biting the surface iron, is crankbait. Your most versatile rod is going to be a, a seven foot six to seven foot ten inch. And the reason they do seven ten a lot of times is because over eight feet it costs them more to ship it. So rod manufacturers keep the rods under eight feet. If you're wondering why they do that size, seven ten. So medium heavy, medium heavy with a, a Revo inshore or equivalent reel that could be a, a Shimano like Corrado two hundred probably they right. make that anymore. And you know, thirty pound braid, thirty pound braid, you know, and, and 20, twenty to forty pound leader, depending on what you're doing, and that will cover ninety nine percent of your bases. I mean, if I had one rod that I could take, that would be it. I've yeah. got too you many rods, but you know, it's all yeah. preference. And once you get that, and you're like, oh, this this bait's too small for this rod. This one's too big. Then you add some on top and on bottom. You're like, oh, this reel's too fast for this presentation. Then you had a crankbait reel and you can buy a revo winch for like 200 dollars. you don't need to do the right. frankenstein reels they're nice but it's not necessary and uh, i just had them laying around so i frankenstein them. yeah yeah it's uh, one of the uh, joys of being if a I, pro if staffer. i could have one setup, it'd be like a 7-eleven something medium heavy a revo inshore or a uh kumo 200 or anything shimano small 40-pound braid and probably 30-pound fluorocarbon leader, and that would fish the Lucky Craft, the bigger Lucky Crafts, the SP Minnow, your swim bait, you know. Yeah, and, you know, I, I don't want to step on any of the toes of any of the Calico Bass Pros that are here. You know, they're all about the 300 and 400-size reels. I have those. I used to fish those a lot. I found that by going with lighter braid and a smaller reel, it's much, much more less user-friendly. I, I, and I'm going <clears> to... <throat> I'm going to new fisherman but i went out with benny and i was using his uh Terramars with the 200 uh dcs and i caught a decent fish on it and yeah I'm like, it feels so much more comfortable using the 200 reels that was with me. eric Bent, but, uh, you said no with <laughs> with the benny florentino oh i'm sorry you know i, I, oh. I speaking of eric Bent, he took a nice photo of me did you see it on instagram <laughs> no, he's on the on the beach taking pictures of his long thing <laughs> of surfers with no waves but man take a picture of me using the restroom off Taking the side of Decker's leak. boat earlier and put it on Instagram so him and I are going to have words later. But yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think they're okay today. So. <laughs> but yeah, it, you know, I would use the lightest rod you can in any situation. It's all about feel. I like to palm my reel. I got to have it in my hand. I like the smallest, most compact reel that I can get away with for and, any you know, situation. Here's something important. I saw somebody that's pretty knowledgeable fisherman recently fishing completely wrong. When you have a bass rod, you want to hold that reel in your palm. You want to have your thumb over the top of it. 
And you want a rod butt that's long enough that you can put it between your arm and your body comfortably. If you're the guy holding the thing, here's the reel, and you're holding it behind her like Jimmy Houston with a trigger thing. You look like a coop. And, and it's a very, <laughs> and it's it's not a very strong way to fish. You're going to be getting a lot of fatigue over it. So you know, find a rod that's medium heavy action with the right rod length for you. I actually be going BD Outdoors. I wrote a couple of articles about rod building, but a lot of it talks about finding the rod. I think it's the second installment talks about finding a rod that fits your body. And there's production rods you can buy. But if you go to a tackle store and you're like, oh, here's the latest and greatest Phoenix whatever, if you're five foot four and this is designed for a guy that's 5'10", or if you're 6'2", and it's designed for a guy that's 5'10", it's not going to fit you right. So it's, you need to look around to find something that fits you better. And on that, on that phrase, being sponsored by a rod company, they make a lot of rods that don't fit me. The butt sections are way too short. So, fortunately, Rain Shadows stepped up and Eric's wrapping all my rods now, but all the Abu stuff, the, the butt sections are too short. You're all handcuffed. I mean, they're like this long. So I'll take them to the tackle store. I'll have them put an inch and three quarters or an inch and seven eighths or whatever I need in the butt section to make it so it's comfortable for me to cast. It costs like 25 bucks. So if you have an off-the-rod rack... Off-the-rack off the, rod. Off-the-rack. <laughs> You're welcome. If you have an off-the-rack rod, for $25, you can have the handle extended just a little bit, and it turns it into 100 times better. 100 times better. The, the worst thing about thanks. most factory rods is that you're handcuffed. Yeah, the, I mean, who are they building these short. rods for? Children? I don't know. <laughs> it's always blown my mind. They're for like nine-year-old girls. <laughs> he knows. He likes factory rods. <laughs> you got it, buddy. You're welcome. Uh, Who's the next victim? Come on. Any more Come questions? On in, don't be afraid, you pussies. <laughs> uh, I guess not everyone just wants to get raffle shit. Yeah, we're not very popular. <laughs> let's uh, let's do another raffle. Get uh, Matt's painting rocks. The top painting? Oh, I want oh, that. Oh, this is you know this is an original painting by Matt Koch. This would sell for thirty to thirty-five dollars in a gallery near you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Um, <laughs> I want to win that. Come on, Tracy Valoria. This is original by Matt Koch. Matt's been on the podcast. Tracy amazing, Valoria, amazing attention. artist. So uh, we'll raffle this one off. Seven two three two. Seven two three two. Seven two oh, three nice. two. Hey. <laughs> Someone that will appreciate it. Sick. Nice. Yeah, you're a, you win all the time, bro. <laughs> he won a. Randy won one of the first uh, raffles. The Ballast Point one, yeah. Throw that thing on eBay. Hey, the comedian's here, guys. Gary Reyes. Hey, Gary. Hey. Yeah. Let's talk about last week's podcast. <laughs> I got some video footage I can show you. I've seen it. I've seen it. You know, I don't, please, I'm not going to say anything do. about the podcast. Moving on. I'm not going to say anything about the podcast they had last week, but it sounded amazing. I'm sorry I missed it. Yeah, I, got, I have a lot of good podcasts backloaded. <laughs> no one will ever hear. <laughs> oh, you want to know the best surface reel for what? Um, I, don't know, I can stand up there and ask 
question. Don't fucking <laughs> what too. kind of knot do you tie? What service reel do you use? What's your favorite service iron? How about, well, my question, I like throwing the jerk shot a lot. You're, you're I invented a, the fucking yeah, jerk exactly. shot. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Let's talk about the jerk shot. I mean, I see a lot fucking of Fucking jerk shot is like money. Yeah. Nothing can beat now. This if, if you're having <laughs> yeah, no Jimmy, more seven. Jimmy's okay, right? about Australia right I now. I will tell you, I order all my seven-inch jerk shads from Australia. They cost me. Uh, I bought. I got twelve packs last week. Twelve different packs, eight in a pack. It was eighty-six dollars U.S. It was a hundred and something dollars Australian. But they circle counterclockwise when they sink. It, ta- it takes. <laughs> it takes like. 10, day, ten, 10 days to two weeks to get here. But they have colors that you guys have never even seen. And the thing that sucks so hard is that they make all the jerk shads in Spirit Lake, Iowa. But they won't sell them in the United States because the sales are low. Really? So they send them all to Australia because that's where they buy the shit out of them. Yeah. That's a big... That's, I love them. And Jeff They're Leibson, the best thing. Jeff Seven-inch jerk shad. PB. Half-ounce... Uh, Owner sled head, and and you're golden. What you got yeah, there, I mean, buddy? I can't tell you how many tournaments that my wife and I have won on those things. You had calls with me, or what are you doing? I'm looking for where the fucking place is. Is that, that one of those rumbles? I see commercials for that on TV. <laughs> uh, your package has arrived. <laughs> Let's do another raffle. I'm going to let Eric pick this one. Yeah. Here you go, Eric. Jimmy, you're killing the uh, vibe here, buddy. No, I'm not. Yep. Okay. Melbourne, Australia. <laughs> Pipe down. 166. What is it? 166. 166. Hey, there we go. Oh, where's, why is he going to the bar? He's, oh, going to <laughs> He's back. <laughs> Hey, I don't know. This might be a cheater. I don't know this guy. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Here you go. Ticket. Let's take a picture real quick. Yeah. You pick oh, the right ticket. Right in the middle. All right. Here you go. All right. Great. You got it, bud. Seven-inch jerk shad, 20-pound test, 30-pound braid, 7-Eleven rod, fish it in the wall. Thing never gets stuck. The only thing it comes back with is fish. And yep. Decker actually fished a jerk shad for the first time in at least two years. It, during a tournament we had uh, a couple weeks ago. You ever donkey rig them? What's that? Donkey rig the jerk shads? No. I don't understand Never. what they means. No? Donkey rig? No. Two no. at a time? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was the hookup bait thing. No, I've no. heard it is, but I've okay. heard people... Yeah. It is. I mean... <laughs> I don't have any three-way swivels in my box. It, Sorry. But, but why waste that extra jerk shad? I think that back. I don't have any swivels in my box. <laughs> jerk, jerk shads are hard to come by, and they're expensive, so get your, if you fish them, which I know you do, I do and yeah. I do, I'm starting to again. She crushes it on the jerk shad. <laughs> is, uh, get one of those pig and jig keepers that you like. get wet. It has Velcro on both yeah. sides. And when you pull it out of the water, slap that on it, and then when you run into the next spot, that jerk shot won't get all dry. That's a good call. Yeah, yeah. And it'll stay good. Plus, the other thing that I found Jimmy, out that's really helpful, Jimmy, those jerk sh- Those jerk shads were for me. Jer- you want to jerk shad me no, off? you told me those jerk shads were for me. Those jerk shads are for you, honey. No. no he said you paid for them. I can't He's in trouble. I can't, I can't hear. <laughs> yeah, and actually the uh, new penny. Nice boobs. 
So hey now, the new penny shrimp is now you called. You put the- that thing on there, but the thing is, if you'd use that ten second glue instead of uh, crazy glue, when you put that, when you screw your sled head in, you can put it on the end and then do that last turn. It, we found out in the tournament when we had like three jerk sheds left that that stuff really stuff. works and you can really and make I, some I gotta say something about his, uh, his jig keeper, whatever he's talking about. He doesn't use any of that stuff. Oh, he's just telling you. He's got that thing. It looks like a piece of dried up beef jerky. Oh, and he soaks just, it in the water for like a few minutes and it still jerky. works. Soak it in the water a little bit. And, and by the way, they changed the right new penny like, shrimp is like, now thrown in the shrimp on the Barbie is the color. It's from Australia. <laughs> That's a really so bad when joke. It, whenever we're at Clemente or at Catalina and the fishing totally sucks, it's like I can always look at Eric and go, you know what they bite really good here right now that we don't have on the boat? The jerk shad. Jerk shad. That story we're doing the last always. podcast, too. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Awesome. All right, I guess we're going to hey, do Gary this. Hey, Gary, why do tell us about how you fished the A-Rig at PB the other day? Yeah, Gary Reyes. Gary, come on. We want to hear about your A-Rig. Tournament A-Rig at PB. Come on, tell us what you did. question about your ass rig? We were laughing about it today. Come on. Well, Gary doesn't we're use shy about you today. Look how cute he's Were shy. your ears burning? We're talking about the A-Rig you were throwing during the tournament last. How were you throwing that A-Rig at PV in the kelp? Just sinking it out and slow winding it on the bottom. You weren't catching kelp? God, no. that sounds no. horrible. Not with Good job. Not with Akron's uh, wheelless guard. So you're fishing, uh, <laughs> how much money you got today, Eric? $45, 50 dollars for? Well, no, for me it's like thirty cents. <laughs> yeah, but the, okay, sorry. What about for your what about for your average <laughs> angle? Must be nice. So you fish that on twenty pound, right? <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> All right. Twenty pound fluorocarbon on the A rig. We're good. Bobby wants to wrap Oh good, bring it out. Bobby Again, Martinez. Bobby Garrett, come on up. Thank you, Jimmy and Eric, uh, for coming up. All the panel guys. We're going to keep raffling. Uh, We're going to keep raffling. Yep. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for everyone uh, that showed up. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Give us five stars. That's all we ask for. Uh, thanks to all the sponsors. Uh, thanks to Talk and Taco Surf. Appreciate it, man. And uh, listen to the podcast later.